Test, test, check, check, check. Hello. What's up, boys? I'm gone with Johnny. Welcome back. Sorry, I had to run an errand over to the Banky Bank real quick and make a deposit like I do with your mom. Just kidding, guys. Hi, I'm gone with John, guys. Let's get into it. We're going to have a fun one today. We did a car stream this morning where we talked about cars. Now we're talking about the ladies. Bitches. Hello. No, I'm just playing. Just kidding. Girls. Just no, whatever. Oh, let's get into it, guys. Let's get started. First one we're going to do is Cold Dead Fish with our old fan favorite, Tom Likas. Ah, what a good one. He's a lot of fun to watch. Let's dive in, guys. Good morning, Radical Raptor and Monk Mode. Uh, One of our listeners sent this entry from Craigslist. Hmm. That'll be good. Which is increasingly becoming a source of conversational material for our Now, this was a long time ago. Obviously, this broadcast was probably 15, 20 years ago. But nevertheless, it's still apropos because women have been up there same bullshit for just about the dawn of time. Program. Here is a posting. You can look it up on Craigslist if you like and follow along. It was just posted last week. And it's called Wife plus Kids Equals No Sex. Hmm. Oh, that sounds good. Don't you guys want to get married? Doesn't that sound like fun? Get in trouble for stuff, have shitty decorations and knickknacks and patty wax all around the house. And oh, look, here's the thing from Target. And here's the thing from where. Oh, look, here's a. Oh, God. There is nothing worse than being in a house decorated by a woman unless she's in the house also. Then it's really bad. Probably worse. No offense, ladies, but. Y'all put shit everywhere and you're, you're into all this dumb shit and it's it's just exhausting. I mean, it wasn't exhausting when I was overwhelmed with testosterone, but thankfully now that it's backed off just a little bit, I can actually see the spell that I was under before. Of my sanity. Hey, married ladies, answer a question for me, asks the anonymous writer. Is it really such a chore to have sex with your husband? Hmm. I'm one of the many husbands, possibly wives out there, whose kids tripped over the cord on the sex machine, ripping the plug right out of the wall. That humming and sputtering sound you hear is the machine slowly grinding its way to a gear-freezing halt. Hmm. Its future destination... The sad thing is a lot of women will say things like, well, he he quit doing this and he quit doing that. And listen, ladies, if you fuck up the one thing that actually had us interested in you in the first place, i.e. your body and your physical appearance, you lost. 
You can blame the man all you want, but you took away the one thing that actually got him to speak to you in the first place. He didn't care about how great you were and how kind you were and how wonderful your parents are. They're going to have their dick in your relationship the whole time ruining it, especially your mom, ladies. Your mom has ruined more of your relationships. And it's comical to me. It's quite comical. But yeah, didn't that sound good, guys? The appliance graveyard under the sink where the salad shooter currently resides. Hmm. Somebody help me out here. What do you do when your partner in life is great in every other way? You just be friends with them from a distance. Because eventually, you know, she has no intention of giving a shit about what you want or think. She doesn't care if you want sex from her or not. She knows you do. And she might even be a big fatty. She might even be a big fatty right now. And you're like, well, I'll still, I'll still fuck her. She's my wife. I love her. I don't care about her big jelly tits. I don't care about her big, long, droopy, dongly tits that look like the many of them sad dogs with the long noses. You know the ones I'm talking about. That's what, never mind. Just, you get it? Why do men sign up for this? I can't wait to, I'm going to love her forever and ever. And mm -mm, she's going to get so bored of you and tired of you. And this is just women. And again, women, no, it's just what y'all do. But if you got big and fat, it's not his fault. If he quit doing stuff because you got big and fat, you know, it's your fault. It is a passionless fish in the bedroom. Hmm. While you yourself are one serious horn dog. Mm -hmm. For the sake of the kids, do you suck it up and be unhappy? Yes, that's what most men do is they suck it up and deal with it until she leaves you because she's sleeping with someone who doesn't care what a tragic disaster she's become, not just physically, but mentally just wiped of any living emotion, human behavior or empathy. Hoping and praying that your sex drive will start to wane. Primo. You consider to continue to take matters into your own hands until you've exhausted every masturbatory move known to man, including several you've take it upon yourself to invent right do you consider taking antidepressants just for the libido reducing side effect hmm. hell i'm depressed anyway might as well kill two birds with one stone right and that's what they don't tell you about all the anti all the head meds they put these girls on it ruins their sex drive their sex drive and it kills their empathy and then the only thing left is they'll still bang a guy but there's got to be a payoff there's got to be a payoff. Their sex drive is ruined. They'll still sleep with the guy they quote unquote love, i.e. he has money and is willing to pay for her stupid shit. Let's continue. Yes, I am at fault for marrying my wife. Hmm. I literally knew what bet I was making and chose to lie in it. So maybe I have no reason or right to complain. Hmm. Even before the kids came along, our sex drives were not aligned, but we worked on it. Hmm. Sex was never an area where she was interested in making an investment or being adventurous. You mean she wasn't interested in making an investment in the one thing that men want from them? I know later on, ladies, once we get to know you, then we build on it. And we're like, oh, well, she's kind of cute when she laughs a little and giggles and, or she's kind of, you know, I guess I could deal with it, you know, but. Ultimately, when we first see you ladies, this is what we care about. So when you aren't into it, you're, you might be a lesbian. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, be as lesbian as you want to. Get out there and les it up, girl. Lesbians.
that's fine. We don't mind, but stop trying to get men if you're not interested in men. You understand? Like we're trying to fuck. Sorry, I know that sounds raw when I say it like that, but that's what it's about, ladies. If you're not cool with that, find you a woman and y'all can drive each other crazy. It'll make men's lives a lot easier. Venturesome. Sure, she'll spend three weeks looking to find the perfect sofa cushions. Right. But two minutes to put on a piece of lingerie isn't worth the time. It just comes off anyway. Yeah. Although it just dawned on me, maybe some role-playing is what we need. She can be the sexy interior decorator, and I'll dress up as the perfect antique coffee table. A perfect coffee table is hot! Cue the porn music. I am a good and considerate lover, always concentrating on her needs in the bedroom. Ugh. I will happily do whatever she wants for as long as she wants. Simp. And when I do, the big O hits like a hammer. If that's the case, why doesn't she want it more often? I just don't get it. If Because she's a lesbian. <clears throat> she's a lesbian feminist. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying there's something wrong Lesbians. with it. I'm saying she doesn't like penis, but she's using a man to pay for her wants and needs and he wants sex. And she doesn't because she doesn't care about the man. She's just using him for money because she's a feminist and probably a lesbian. She probably likes women. But guess what? Women aren't dumb enough to be paying for other people's stupid shit. Unless they get big and fat and nobody else wants him and then they've got a little money. They're like, well, I'll pay for my man and. It's sad and depressing no matter which sides it's on, whether the man's the simp or the woman with money's the simp. You get to a point where you're like, well, I mean, all right. Feels that good. JR. Why not experience it at the time? No need for a special occasion. But if necessary, we can create one. A new bottle of shampoo. Hey, great. Let's do it. I know she may be self-conscious about her body, mm -hmm. but she's beautiful to me. Oof. Message to my wife. You are the sexiest woman on the planet. Simp, man, this kind of simp-ass weak behavior here where you tell her this, especially if she's not or hasn't been taking care of herself. I'm not saying destroy her or how she feels about herself, but don't go telling her she's beautiful if she's a fucking sow. If she's a big ass, mm -mm, no. I know everybody likes different stuff, but let's come on now. We got to get real out here. Just because you have a desperate fantasy of banging your old fat aunt from when you were 14 and now you're old and grown up and you're like, I like fat women. No, you don't. No, you don't. You just have some confused feelings and now you have a fetish for big fat women. That's the psychology of it. Or, you know, you can just pretend I like them thick. Well, I mean, <laughs> you're in luck. 90% of the women in America today, pretty thick. The ones that aren't are on that way. I saw Listen. I stopped the other day. I was pressure washing. And it was like six hours in. I was exhausted. I was coming home. And before anything else, I was like, you know what? I'll go right here to my swimming pool um, before I come on home. I'm just going to jump in the little shower thing there real quick, rinse off, jump on in the pool and float around in the water and feel the wonderfulness of the floating in the water. I shit you not. It was like a, a fucking fat person boot camp. No offense, fat people. And it wasn't even men, really. It was a lot of women who were ginormous. Some of their children who couldn't have been more than 10 years old, giant, just huge, huge, huge. I saw dudes, 10-year-old, like just boys, so big that it, it would be amazing if they don't have a heart attack by 25. 
but I'm the asshole for bringing it up. Let's get back into cold dead fish here. Well, not really, though. When you choose to be. And no, I don't look like Quasimodo. I'm in good shape. I'm the same way that I was when we were married, oh, so long ago. Storm. I'm not one of those dopey husbands that goes out with his friends to play video games till the wee hours of the morning. I don't have any interest in Xbox. I just want my white well, you know. Nope, I get it. I buy her flowers. I do the dishes. I work as a partner around the house. A partner. This is the other part of this marriage shit, guys. You want to partner up with a woman? No offense, women. And again, who you know, y'all don't make good plans. You make terrible decisions. You act out of emotion like a child, like a petulant-ass temper tantrum-throwing child. And then you act like, well, it's I'm a victim of this and I'm a victim of that. Are you ever not a victim? Are you ever an actual uh, willing participant? In your life? Or is everything just passive? Everything just happens to me. I never do anything because a lot of you are lazy. And then you're just, I'm a victim of this and a victim of that and a victim of, well, what did you do to get yourself in a better position? Well, nothing really. I mean, I sat around and I complained about it a lot and that didn't help. And Sometimes people felt sorry for me and men would date me and then they would pay my bills and then I hated him. And well, you know. I express affection even when I'm not looking for sex. Okay, I pretend I'm not looking for sex. I don't have a drinking or drug problem. I'm not abusive, and I'm not a lazy piece of crap. Cheers. No, I have a good job. I'm a good father. I'm reliable, responsible, and a really great guy. Apparently humble, too. On the weekends, I stay with the kids so she can get a break. I sincerely appreciate what she does for us. But being a stay-at-home mom doesn't give her the right to neglect her husband. And that's what they do is they neglect their husband. Raw right here says, I never had a weight problem until I was married waiting for sex. True story. True story. Most guys have such a desire and demand for sex because it's how we were designed or created or whatever evolved, whatever you believe, whatever. But women don't care about this and they will use it against you. And a lot of times uh, men will turn to other things to kind of dull the pain of needing the vajayjay. Some men, that'll be alcohol. Some men, that'll be food or sports or anything that gives them a little bit of excitement while they're around this dead, cold fish. Let's continue. Maybe I've just spent too long placing her needs ahead of my own. Right. That's becoming a paradigm that will be impossible to reverse. Well, that's what we tell men here. You can't make them happy. Don't even try to make them happy. You will never be able to make them happy. And every man figures this out at a different point in his life. And other men don't believe it. They're not like, not my girl. My girl's the best. I make her happy all the time. Yeah, you and a lot of other dudes you don't know about, more than likely. Let's continue. But you know what? Ragsy. I deserve better. I'm not asking for much. Just a little sex. And maybe taking the initiative to start something once in a while. Or put 1% of the energy you spend on wanting other things, newer, better house, new clothes, new body, to wanting your husband. And for the love of God, show some effing creativity once in a while. Right. No more of this laying there, just cold and dead, just, uh, yeah, take me, hurry up, don't get it on the sheets or my face, not in my hair. Ladies. This motherfucker's paying for your everything and this is your attitude. If it is, I'm disappointed in you. I know there's some girls that are like, not me. I take care of my man every chance possible. Good. That's the arrangement. 
Good. I That's wonderful. If you don't, that's okay too. Now, listen, I'm not saying it's your only thing for a woman in life. I'm saying if she's not on board with having a husband and what that entails, she should go somewhere else. Get some cats and girlfriends and boxed wine and you guys can just mental head med yourself into the grave. Nobody will even look in your direction anymore because we all know what it looks like. We all see who you really are now. Men around the world are waking up and seeing this for what it really is. I would be willing, make that eager to try anything once. She won't admit to it, but she's got to have some kind of twisted fantasy buried deep inside, whatever it is. I'll mm -hmm. do it. Honey, I hate to admit it, but I'd love to paint your toenails and then beat you with a raw pork chop. Okay, do you want to use an extra lean cut or something with a lot of bone? I would throw this out there as a warning to my fellow man or woman. If sex is truly important to you, make sure your sexual soulmates don't believe those discussions where your spouse says, it's not going to be different after we have kids. Right. Because you know what? It is. It is. And it's going to be very different. And most men don't realize that it's not going to be different. And here's the other part of that. Two wonderful comments. I'm going to go out of order because one of them is important for what I'm talking about right this minute. If you're a man and you like sex and you're like, I got a hot wife and she's fine and I love sex and she's a sloot. She's my little private slut and she loves sex. And I learned the hard way. You can't turn a whore into a housewife. You can't, guys. Rap warned us. Everyone has warned us. Every, like old Western movies, there was a, a phrase, I forget the phrase exactly, but it was kind of the same where they, the guy never married the whore from the whorehouse. It's like they ran away, but they didn't get married. Or You can't. If you find a girl and she can keep up with your sexual libido, libido and she's into it and down all the time. And guess what? When you're not around or when you're working 60 hours a week or at some point, she's going to want to fulfill that when you're not around. You can't turn a slut-ass cheating whore into a housewife because she's always going to want to fuck somebody else. Because to her, she's like, well, it doesn't really feel like love if I'm not. Look, if I'm married and he's taking care of me and we've got kids and families and all these other things invested in one another, that doesn't feel like love. I like a guy to spit in my face and choke me out. You guys clip that for your own show. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is a lot of women, unfortunately. This is a lot of women. And if she's down to the levels of things and depravities and, you know, us men, uh, that's good. And you're going to have fun, but you're going to it's going to end in tears. Tell him I'm lying, Robert. Good to see you again, sir. Welcome back. Adel, Adele, Adele, I'm not sure how to pronounce that, but I'm going to uh, I'm going to go with Adele. Adele. I don't know. Their beauty is a distraction and sex wanes. Then you're stuck dealing with the ultimate headache, guys. There is nothing worse than trying to make someone happy who isn't fucking you, hasn't ever been happy. You've never seen them be happy other than smiling or something. Maybe while they're partying and shit-faced. Big red flag. Can't do it. If you want to be happy for the rest of your life, never take any woman for a wife. I agree with this. I really do. I didn't. I used to be the good dad and the good everything else and the good now. I'm just the good dad. Fuck everything else. I used to want to be the good husband. I want to, oh, I love my wife so much. Guys, when I was married to both of my two wives, I was dumb twice. I loved them. I cared about them. And of course, they couldn't be border with me, apparently. So <clears throat> this is what it is. This is modern women. This is how I earned my closure from my divorce. I did my husbandry duties, supporting, financially paying half the bills, supported her when she was fat as fuck. 
but she failed in her wifely duties. Yep. And I guarantee you, she blamed you for that too, John. This is the funny thing about women is if you're doing everything for a woman and something in her life isn't perfect, she thinks it's your fault. If you, Listen, if you're taking care of a woman, paying the bills, doing all the things that you're supposed to do, a real man would pay all my bills and he would. If you're stupid and you believe all that, well, at some point you're going to be living in this place where she doesn't want to do anything for you. Because everything you do for her, while is all wonderful, you're supposed to do it because you're a real man. One day she's going to be unhappy about something or it's going to be Tuesday and she's going to be like, I'm leaving you. Why? I'm just not happy. Oh, what about our kids? Don't you think they won't be happy if you leave and we split the family? Don't you think that'll have an effect on them? Fuck those kids. I met somebody new. This is women. Sam, what's up, buddy? And it's really, really going to suck. After a couple of years, you'll feel like your soul is eroding. It's true. You'll feel hurt, rejected, and very angry. After a while, you'll find yourself online anonymously bitching to thousands of strangers. Hey, that sounds good. In the long run, I know it will be worth it. Being a father is an amazing experience. Maybe the gain is worth the pain, mm. but it's a significant amount of pain. And I'm just not a selfish enough Guy, I'll say. I had to edit. To give up being able to see my kids on a daily basis just so I can get some action. Nope. I'm pretty much screwed. Aaron. Yes, communication is the key to any good relationship. Fortunately, we've already communicated this to death. There's just not much you can do when the answer to what can I, what can we, what can anybody do to help you is... I don't know. Right. I don't know. Everything you ask her, what's wrong? Nothing. Well, what do you want to do? I don't know. Well, what? I don't know. Can you venture? Can you? Okay, listen, women. When we ask you a question like that, it's because we're men. We like to fix things. We're very direct. So a direct question, direct answer, we can solve the problem. This is how life works in real life, women. It's not all just shoots and fucking, you know, magazines and kittens. So we ask you and then you say, you don't know or nothing. And then you're like, well, if you don't know, I don't want to tell you. Stop being petulant children. Let's have a conversation like adults. Use your grown up words, ladies. Talk to somebody, take a pill, push a button, just try something, anything. My sanity is slowly slipping away. I feel better. Thanks. It's an anonymous poster on Craig's list. I know as I read that posting, I know there are many of you out there who feel this man's pain. You may be male or female, by the way. There are many of you out there who feel his pain, who are right now in the place where he is. If you are right now in the place where this guy is, I want to feel your pain. Let's get those likes up. Tom Likas. 1-800-5800-TOM. Tom Likas. 1-800-5800-866. I'm so sick of these girly boys out there. Girly Stop boys. it. Be a goddamn man. Be a goddamn man. Listen, back in the day, you could say stuff like that. I don't know if you can say that now, but I'm just quoting what Tom said. Sick of these girly boys.
be a goddamn man. Just just quoting Tom, I'm not actually saying that, you know, right now. The Tom Likas Show. I got to break the music up, you know, try not to get a copyright. I mean, I'm probably going to anyways, but let's continue. Here's our telephone number, Elizabeth on the Tom Likas show. Hello. Hi, Tom. Hi, Elizabeth. (laughs) I am 22 now, but when I met my boyfriend, I was 19. And our favorite thing that we did together was getting it on. That's all we did was drink and yeah, you're 22 and 19, and you just mentioned alcohol. So, you know. Do it. Uh, so much so that I got pregnant. Right. And that just turned everything around. And ever since then. Why'd you I let that happen? <laughs> yeah, because women do have some control over that. Let's be honest. It was an accident, I guess. No, 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 no. There no. are no accidents, dear. When you have <laughs> sex without birth control, that's intentional. It wasn't intentional. Derek, let me say, let me ask you a question. If I drink a bottle of Jack Daniels and I get in my car and put my foot on the gas, if I die, do I go, oops, it was an accident? I wasn't looking to get pregnant. That's not the fucking point, ladies. That's not the point. You can play semantics. Women love to play these games. Well, it was an accident. I just, yeah, I mean, you know. Whoops-a-daisy. No, you had sex without a condom. You also didn't get a abortion, which I'm actually glad you didn't. I don't I don't like the idea of it. But you know what? You have the thing, the ability, and you didn't, and you all of these other things. So it wasn't really an accident, was it? Play semantics with la- with language, ladies. That's what you do. Oh, whoops-a-daisy. Were you using birth control? No. Ah. Well, then you, that's what it means. No, I mean, we used condoms. Uh, right. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Obviously, not every time, and I don't. Oh, not every time. That's what I was waiting for. Not every. Well, well, I mean, you know, we did use. Well, hell, I used one one time too. But I mean, you know, not two times two. Uh, not every time. Uh, not every time. That's my point. Every. If it isn't every time, it, it's like not using it at all. And every time is my fault or his fault too. Yeah. Well, dear. Bottom time. line is, you're the yes. one. It's both of your faults, and that's the problem with modern women. Is she's like, well, is that my fault or his fault? It's your fault, dumbass, and his fault, dumbass. But y'all like to play this game. Women play this game where they're like, only one person could be at fault. It couldn't possibly be the fault of all parties involved. It's the man's fault. You mean the one you were fucking illicitly for 15 years? It's his fault? You bear no blame in this whatsoever. And again, we're not trying to blame you, ladies. We're trying to get you to see that your actions led to this. Not me. I didn't do anything. I wasn't my fault. Not every time. That's my point. Every, if it isn't every time, it, it's like not using it at all. And every time is my fault or his <sighs> fault, too? It, well, dear, bottom it. line is you're the one with the baby-making machinery. And right. if oh, someone's not, making a, not using a condom, you have to say the machine is closed for the evening. And that, uh, whatever. Sometimes when you've had too much. Whatever. Yeah, you hit her with the facts. He gave her real facts, and he was nicer than I would have been about it. Very much nicer than I would have been about it. And she's like, whatever. That's women's modern women's answer to when they get hit with the facts, and they're like, well, I mean, I'm going to ignore that, obviously. And if someone's not making a, not using a condom, you have to say, the machine is closed for the evening. 
And that, uh, whatever. Sometimes when you've had too much to drink, it gets you things. Ah, too much to drink, you say. Well, listen, you know, you're speaking to the choir here. I understand that can happen. And everyone makes a mistake like that. But I didn't inseminate anyone, you know, the other night. I don't think. That's how badly you don't want to have children. See, here, I, let me tell you, I love drinking. Mm. I love partying. Ah. I've smoked a lot of weed and I've done worse, okay? All of it. I don't have any kids. Ah. Okay. Because no matter how much I partied, there's one thing that then I never... Bunch, then you had sex with a bunch of geniuses and I'm not a No, genius. no. I think I just... I agree with the you're not a genius part. Think that you, you say you didn't want to have kids, but the reality was, ah, you know, whatever happens, happens. Oh, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> well, yeah. look, I'm calling. I was calling to look for or just tell you my story. But I- who gives a shit? Like, think about that. You're calling into his nationwide radio show that's worldwide at that time, even. And you're telling. Well, I mean, listen, I was calling to tell you what I, me, me, I, me, even though you got a million people watching, maybe 200 million over the course of 10, 20 years listening to this stream, but I want to call and tell you what me, I, the woman, me, 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 I want to tell you, the very popular radio show host, and fuck the 20 billion people listening to you. I want to tell you about me. Did anyone else pick up on that? I wasn't calling to get this lecture. Well, dear, you're going to get... No, I don't want to lecture. Don't lecture me and shame me for my behavior. It's okay for me to be a whore. So what? This happens. Oh, whatever. Whatever. Uh, look, know. I'm calling. I was calling to look for or just tell you my story, but I wasn't calling to get this lecture. Well, dear, you're going to get you're going to get both because it's not just for your benefit. It's for the benefit of other geniuses out there who are going to make the same mistake you did. Well, I've heard that first lecture quite a few times. and I wasn't calling. Maybe all that. those people were Maybe right. That was like three years ago. Maybe so you were wrong and they were right. I mean, hello. Okay, fine. I was looking to get pregnant. Right. I want to have 12 kids. Maybe you do. Yep. She sounds like a lovely woman to be married to. And uh, I think she said she was 22 now. So that guy, he's only got another 50 years of that pleasant lady. Wow. <clears throat> what kind of birth control are you using now, by the way? Mm-hmm. None. Right. None. So you you do want to have 12 kids. You know what? I was on, after I had my daughter, I was on birth control and it made me, it took away my sex drive. There, there are 11 mm-hmm. different forms of birth control. Women, y'all just like to argue, man. That's the thing is you can't teach them anything because they know everything. You can't tell them anything because they don't even care what you think. You're a man. You can't possibly know anything. You guys laugh at farts. So you're dumb. Listen, women. First off, farts are hilarious. Second off, you don't know shit about shit. When we try to teach you something, it's for your own benefit, which is why you're not benefiting right now in the world. You women are unhappier than ever, and now you got jobs and your own bills to pay. Congratulations. You played yourself, stupid. All of them do not take away your sex drive. You know what? I called my doctor, and I said I I wanted to try something new. I have her libido, and she said they all do that. No. Well, you need a new doctor, dear. Because believe me, the reason people use birth control is so they can have all the sex they want without having to worry about getting pregnant. And Ghost, good to see you. Yes, she does sound like a strag. There are plenty of women I know who have lots and lots of sex and they don't have babies the way you did. So you got the wrong doctor, dear. Okay. 
And I know you just think I'm full of crap, but you know, I've been around the block more than once. Hmm. And I've heard all the excuses. I'm allergic to latex. This hurts. The pill makes me fat. The pill no, makes no, me cranky. Do do that. I'm they're, they're, he was talking. That's one. That. Uh, that is one of 11 methods available to you. Okay. Now, if you have not gone over the entire list, item by item, with your doctor, you got the wrong doctor. Yeah. It's yeah. Kaiser for you. HMO. They choose who you get, and she didn't want. And then you know you do. You it's everyone else's fault. It's the HMO, it's her husband, it's the kid, it's the medicine, it's the doctor, it's the Tom's fault for lecturing her. It's everyone else's fault. You go to plan, if you can't afford to go anywhere but an HMO, you go to Planned Parenthood <laughs> or another family planning agency. Yeah, they'll kill that baby for you. It's in the yellow pages. You go there. They will well, do that for you. I was calling because mm. I think that regardless of whether whatever my past was, and I really, and you're present. regardless of whatever my, because you're going to have another kid. I was on, regardless get of knocked up again. I think that when you pop out a kid, <laughs> I'll rewind it so we can listen to her annoying voice again. Raw says the script is strong with this one. What do you think, Raw? Uh, Raw Zoloff, Xanners? She's on those bars. I bet in bars, man, they'll do that to you. Whatever my past was. And I really, and you're present. regardless of whatever my, because you're going to have another kid. I was on, regardless of knocked up I again. think that when you pop out a kid, your sex drive just goes away. No matter. Don't they sound like they love their children <clears throat> when you pop out a kid? I mean, that is something a dude might say because we're not the one having the child, but doesn't that sound like when you pop out a kid and you know, your sex drives all. You weren't worried about that reducing your sex drive, but taking birth control that you are worried about. Right. Your sex drive. <laughs> okay. Whatever. I was calling to talk about one thing, but you didn't want to. So mm. I won't get help from you. This Good. The person who thinks she knows how to do the show better than I do. Amazing. I think the shoe fit a little too well there. Yeah. 1-800-5800-TOM. It's Steve on the Tom Life. Primo Living BC with a phenomenal point. Yeah, Primo. They've been programmed with this feminism. They've been programmed with all these same lingos and talking points. And the, the idea is the feminist, lesbians, not that there's anything wrong with that, but those people that don't like men really don't like men. You know, all women are in kind of a bit of a war with men. Men don't realize this because we're like, hey, you seem nice. And she's like, I'm going to secretly destroy this motherfucker. And they don't like men. They try to compare themselves to men. Y'all get paid more. You run faster. You jump higher. Oh, poor me. You men are terrible. But the ones that actually don't like men, Lesbians. they really don't like men. And while the ones that you know, kind of like men or can stomach a man every now and again, eventually they'll hate that man and they'll want to destroy them. Now, do you think the other women who don't like Lesbians. men want to really destroy men? How would they do that? By infecting the brain of women who are Lesbians. not and making them Lesbians. into so that they can all have one Lesbians. big party. And that's fine. I don't mind. No problems with that at all. I get it, ladies. I get it. But why don't you just avoid men instead of programming every woman to despise men? They're bad. They hold you back. Women, we're not holding you back at all. In fact, over the next 20 to 50 years, I reckon we're going to see women fail on a grand large scale and men are going to sit back and go, well, I didn't have anything to do with you. So I guess this wasn't my fault. This was you.
That's right, ladies. We're going to watch y'all fail for the next 50 to 100 years. And every time we see it, we're going to call it out and point and laugh and go, I guess it wasn't a man's fault because you're fat and alone and always have been, always will be. And you got a bad attitude. Also, your blue hair sucks. Like his show. Hello. Tom, how are you, man? Let me tell you something. You uh, absolutely described my life. I can't believe it, how that letter just absolutely hit home in every single way. Mm Mm-hmm. You try hard. You have a couple of kids. They say that things aren't going to change and things do change. And you know, that's partially the way that it is. But when you take it to the next level, the guy works out. He looked good. I mean, every single thing about that letter. In fact, I need to be transferred to Dino letter because, later because I need to read that letter to my wife. Mm-hmm. It was just it, it hit home just too darn much. Um, and I don't know what to do about it, but I think if she's a little bit more cognizant of it and maybe hears it from somebody else, an unbiased third party, it would help. So I just want to say thank you for broadcasting it. Thank you for letting people know that they're just not alone. Oh yeah. There's a lot of it out there, Steve. We hear from guys like you all the time. Can you take me out, Kobe, man? Of course I can. Kobe Here you go. This is about us. She's so big. Yeah, it beats in my heart. Yeah, the air I breathe. She's so special to me. 1-800-5800-TOM. It's Travis. Hello. Hi, Tom. Hi, Travis. Well, I have a story for you. It, just like that last caller, that letter hit home for me, too. Um, I married my wife up uh, up in my home city, up in Washington State. Yuck. She's from Norway, so two months later, we went over to Norway. And did the wedding over there, traditional Norway style. What is that? You smear with salmon? What is Norway style? Viking style, I guess you could call it. Anyway, uh, I noticed it right during that wedding. It started dropping off then, two months after we got married the first time. And so much that I got so bitter about it. I didn't even want to go on our month-long tour of uh, Europe. Uh-huh. for our honeymoon. I just wanted to come home. I was over it already. And she convinced me to stick through it, that it's just because of the culture shock of me and everything else. And I said, okay, fine. So then we got back here to the States, and I, uh, being the, the smart man that I am, I bought a 12-pack of condoms. And uh, let's see, that was six months ago. I have five of them still left. And one of them I gave away to a friend. So he's having it once a month for six months. So, yeah, once a month. That's what she's giving him. <laughs> Why do you don't marry them guys? Listen, I say that as a guy who's done it twice. I was in the shitter for 23 years, 26 years, whatever the combined total of the two marriages. I can't really. I've written that part of my life off as a no fault, as in a no nothing The only return on investment I got is five of the most unbelievable children in the world, which I'm so thankful to my two ex-wives for giving me. But I'm also, thank God, y'all are not in my lives anymore because the level of honor, duty, and all of that you have for people that you quote unquote love is bullshit. And again, I'm not talking bad about them. They're great women. I, I wish them well in life. But now I've seen who it, this, I thought we were doing something different. And the fact that we aren't doing what I thought we were doing, you were never who I thought you were. Let's continue. So that's six times in six months for me. And uh, she's a, a strong eight, 
Swan Norwegian 8 for sure if you're in L.A., I would say. And that was the fabulous part of the beginning of our relationship. We had a great time together. But now, you know, there's, it's not there anymore. And so I've moved down, moved away. We're kind of on a break now until she figures out what she wants. And right. On a break while she figures out what she wants. Guys, never, ever, ever, ever do that. You're waiting for her to see. Haven't you ever heard the, the Lincoln Park song? You're making me wait. You're making a fool of me. No, that's not how we're doing things. That's on reanimation. Great song. But don't wait, guys. When a woman tells you, oh, well, I just need some time to think. Don't ever talk to her again. Pack your shit. Get her out of your place. Whatever you got. For God's sake, don't move in with her to begin with. But whatever you got to do. If a woman ever needs time to think about your relationship, she's not passionate about you, it's over. You may want it to still be going. You may, I still want the love, John. I mean, yes, listen, she hasn't fucked me in two years, John, but I love her. She's such a good woman. If you could have seen the way we were, I mean, six months ago when we got married, we were having sex every day. She loves me. I mean, I thought she loved me. And now the weirdest thing happens. Every night at midnight, one and two in the morning, she gets calls from Domino's, from Papa John's, from the little Mexican restaurant down the street. But I know she loves me, John. I know she would never cheat on me. She's the best woman I've ever known. I don't believe that anymore. I'm starting to think that that was a lie from the beginning and that women don't mind being liars. I'm starting to think that women are little more than petulant children with underdeveloped minds, allegedly, of course, and don't mind lying about things to get what they want, to get out of trouble, to not get in trouble just because it's Tuesday. Why? Because fuck you. That's why. I'm thinking that this is how they're operating. And uh, well, don't I stay long that. enough that you're going to owe her vagina money or anything like that. Oh, no. If you could still have this marriage annulled. Um, yeah, I've thought about that. We've discussed the, we've discussed it and we're, you know, she's, you know, she's feeling the same way I do. So we're in Nevada. So I'm going to. Oh, Nevada. Wow. There's a, a nice website that I found online for 250 bucks. They'll draw up all your papers and stuff. And because we both agree, so there's no problems there. There's, we don't have. My man days. Good to see you. They lie all the fucking time. Well, I was starting to think I was the only one that saw that, but Day's great point, man. Great to see you again, sir. Any assets together, no children. I'm 27 years old. I gave it my best shot. So now I'll probably wait till I'm 45 till I find my 18-year-old or something. And I'll tell you what, uh, there's an 18-year-old uh, in your future. Hmm. I'm looking for. Just hey, remember, uh, when. by the way, by the way, when you're 45, okay, she'll be 18. That means she was born this week. And that, guys, you don't know how popular this is. Like, you think that this could never happen. These Gen Z girls, guys, I know a girl that likes to dress like Sailor Moon. <clears throat> and uh, not anymore, but, you know, a good eight months ago, uh, we were, you know, we're close friends. I think she was 19 at the time. There's a lot of girls like that. There's a couple of 22-year-old girls I know. There's a couple of this. these young girls, man, listen. These old women want stability. These young women want a happy meal and some fun. 
Some of the young women want, you know, a steak dinner, which is fine. I, I can cook a steak. But I'm just saying that there's so much of this is going on. It's funny to me when I see older women that are like, well, where's all the men? And how come men my age don't? Man, I'm bald and 45, guys. I mean, I got the body of like a Greek guy. No, I'm just kidding. I'm in shape-ish. So uh, a lot of young, it's, it's very easy to talk to young women. One, they're not ruined by a life of bad decisions yet. So they have a positive, upbeat, fun to be around kind of mood about them. I still don't trust them farther than I can throw them. But, yeah. And old women are like, I don't want to have sex with my husband more than once a month. And, ah, man, pass it on to every man you know. Tell, stop getting married. And if a man argues this point with you and he's like, well, not me. And you you just don't like women. And you're just an incel. And a, bro, don't be friends with simps anymore. If you know a guy and he's a damn simp, don't be a friend with him. Just tell him, ah, good to see you, buddy. And never talk to him again. Ignore his calls, whatever the case is. This shit has got to stop at some point. This has got to stop. Awesome. See, I'm uh, I'm looking through the maternity ward right now. I'm trying to find mine. Keep your eyes open. Hey, uh, will you take me out a new style? I got a new one for you. I want to be taken out. Um, when I'm done, you're done. So what that is, is a Oh, shut up. You know, uh, before we got married, when we were dating, even right after we were married, all the time, I mean all the time, right. we used to leave work early or sneak out in the afternoon and go over to her apartment, whatever. I mean, it was and it was great. And I absolutely guarantee you. Some of you men won't understand this, but once you see it, you can't unsee it. Like what Ghost is saying here, once you see this and you're like, whoa, what just happened? This is crazy. And then she's like, calls you later on in the week, and she's like, "Hey, I got I'm gonna introduce you to my friend so and so." What? And you're like, "Well, no, I'm, no, I don't do two girls at once because that's how you get set up and jacked and robbed." No, 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 no. You can do her on your own. Oh, okay, awesome. Appreciate it. It's really weird. Let's continue. On my mother's eyes, she's an LA nine. Uh huh. Absolutely beautiful, stunning woman. Right. And uh, you know, since we've had our our kids, she just has no. You know, she's just uninterested. Right. It's, 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 it's horrible. It's, it's absolutely horrible. Because what women want is ultimate validation. Let me tell you what ultimate validation is. Ultimate validation is men chasing after her makes her feel sexually wanted and needed. Men loving her, quote unquote, the good guy having feelings makes her feel validated and needed. However, once they have children of their own, they know they have unconditional love from that child who will always want and or need them. So you as a man, no importance anymore. She knows her kid's going to want her every day. Mom, I love you. Mommy, my lunch was great. Ah, you packed me Doritos. Right? Until that kid gets to a certain age, and then she's going to be like, well, you got to go live with your father. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you know, we've, I, I've got a prenuptial agreement. I make uh, uh, Good luck. A better than good living, and so I'm not I'm not worried about the the her taking anything that I that I built. But you know, I'm just I I, I can't I can't not see my kids. I cannot. Mm, this is so funny. 
I mean, it's not funny. It's kind of sad, but yeah, you, you think, well, I don't, I don't want to not see my kids or we talked about it. We're going to be best friends and I'll get to see my, she said, I can see my kids anytime. We live really close. I'll be able to see them every weekend. If I want, she'll let me. Nope. No, she won't. She's going to start turning the children against you, or she'll think that you're turning the children against her because that's what she would do as a petty human being. And even though you're not doing that, she'll turn the children against you. Put a one in the comments if you've seen this before. Not see my children every day. And uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm literally at the point where, uh, I, I mean, I, I just, I, you know, it's just, it's just amazingly frustrating. Right. I can imagine it is. And did you have any clue that she was like this? Maybe no, signs you no. paid no attention to? No, not right. at all. I mean, not at all. You know, I, I didn't get married until I was 37, uh, 36 and a half, actually. And, and you know, I'm, I'm no Boy Scout. I didn't, I didn't uh, you know, find a pretty girl and go, gee, I'm in love and I'm going to get married. I mean, you know. Right. So I've I, I played around plenty and, and I'm just, I'm just beyond, beyond shocked. It's, it's just absolutely horrible. I mean, it's just absolutely. Yeah, I didn't know she could do this to me. Can you believe this? I mean, oh my gosh, I'm shocked. I've talked to thousands of men over the last two years, guys. You know what everyone says? I can't believe she would do this. This is so out of character for her. Maybe she was lying about who she was. Yeah, ask Dr. Dre about that and Tom about that prenup. Yeah. What about those prenups, guys? Kevin Costner right now got a fat prenup. All the woman's taken care of. He's offered her 30000 more, 200000 here up front, and a million. I mean, all that in the prenup. She won't even get out of the goddamn house. And the police won't come remove her, which is what should happen in the real world. You should say, this is my house. My name's on it. I'm making the payment. And that bitch should have to leave. Period. Okay, if you got kids, you're responsible. You got to put her and the kids up somewhere, or you got to give them the house and you go somewhere. Fuck the house. Some of y'all are like, I love my house. It was four hundred. I love my house. I built it. Man, y'all are so attached to material shit. It it amazes me. I can't think of one material thing in my life I couldn't take a fat shit on right now and not give not care. Let's continue. Absolutely freaking horrible. And she's not, I mean, she's, she's, she's a great leg. She's great in bed. Well, somebody else is going to be enjoying that or they already are. You know, it's not. When she stops fucking you guys, she's fucking somebody. She's trying to get that validation as a sexual creature somewhere. Women aren't that unlike men. I mean, they are, but. They need sex. They need to feel sexy and they need to feel that a man wants and desires them. And they want to feel the man that they want and desire to, you know, they want to feel his touch. They want to feel the passion between the two of them. It's not that uncommon. It's very human behavior. But the problem is women are fickle. It might be one guy for a year and then another guy for two years and then one guy for five years. And then, but she'll bounce from guy to guy to guy, monkey branching the whole time. Y'all ever have a girl monkey branch to you and then years later monkey branch away from you and you're like, oh, she's a vine swinging sloot. I, I, I just, you know. She's great those rare times she wants to do it. I don't even know if it's rare anymore. 
Right. I mean, it's like, uh, you know, what the hell? Oh, well, these, you know, I, I, I can't really, I, I don't know how to repeat to you so that it's arable, you know, how she, how she figures out or how she comes up to, I can't have sex because, you know, all these body parts, they made the children and I can't, I can't think of myself in a sexual way. And, oh, really? And does she go to therapy? Ugh. Lesbians, best or anything? Yeah, she well, she does now. I'm, I'm. It's costing me dearly, but I, I you know, if if it's gonna, if it's gonna get her head back on straight, I, I mean, short of short of uh, short of leaving her having uh, having a uh, you know piece of ass on the side, I I just do not. I, 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 it, it's killing me. I'm 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 a grown man. I'm not about to go. Uh, yeah, they'll turn your own kids against you guys. Fortunately, like if your kids are old enough, they'll know what happened and they'll have some idea. Otherwise, they're just oh, dad was awful. He was he 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 owes child support still. And but she won't tell them that when she divorced you, she left you with all kinds of bills and money and everything else. Maybe you had to pay. Maybe you had to pay for other stuff. She won't tell you how that fucked you up at work or fucked up your mental state or hurt you in all kinds of other ways, including financially. She'll just say dad's a deadbeat. And at some point, the kids are like, well, mom's great. Or they remember, oh, yeah, mom, all of this is because of a decision you made. You know, to go into a bathroom stall someplace with a magazine, that just does not, that, that's not, that ain't going to happen. Well, then what are you going to do? You know, I'm, I'm literally debating it with myself right now. If I, if I cannot get from her what I need, then... You know, it's not an emotional thing. It's a purely physical thing for me. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't not love her. I don't not care about her. But, Ugh. you know, I got to get laid. Well, I don't blame you, Josh. Tom Likas. 1-800-5800-TOM. Now, how old were you when she got knocked up? I was 23. She you were 23. Hadn't you ever heard of condoms? Yes. Why weren't you using them? Because I was a dumb Yeah, right. Truer words were never spoke. The Tom Likas Show. From Los Angeles, it's the Tom Likens Show. We're talking to people who uh, got themselves into a mess. They got married. They had kids. Now there's no sex anymore. Derek on the Tom Likens Show. Uh, hey, Tom. Hey. Kind of off the subject a little bit, but I wanted to see what your take was on why men in this country have kind of become wusses in the last 40 years. Um, uh, well, we've answered that question, but since you're in San Diego, you're relatively new to the show. Men have become wusses because we have the first generation of adult men who were raised by single mothers or in two career households where there was no real man around the house most of the time. Mm -hmm. And the result is that we have uh, uh, boys now who don't know how to become men and nobody teaching them. We have women raising our men to pee sitting down and to be pussies and to uh, uh, simply uh, cry because women want a sensitive man. And, right. And, and the reality, women want to be told what to do. They do not want sensitive men who cry. They want a man you know, who's in control. I've almost given up in Southern California, I think. It has nothing to do with Southern California, Derek, because I live in Southern California just like you do. 
Right. And uh, uh, I'm, I'm really interested in women from other countries. I think oh, primarily. I totally agree with you. Here yeah. in Southern California, though, there are many women from other countries. Mm. Yeah. I mean, right where you are in San Diego, uh, the population of traditional Mexican women is large. And of course, there, you know, like, I mean, you got other complications. Shout out to TRX5. Thank you so much, sir. Blessings and peace to you. And thanks for supporting my show and my work. I appreciate all of you that support what I do. You can hit me at Gone With John on Cash App, dollar sign Gone With John, no H. It's right down here at the bottom. There's a link pinned in the top of the chat. That's my PayPal. Or you can super chat here on YouTube. Thank you to everyone who supports the show. I suppose there because, uh, you know, cultural differences are, are definitely. Yeah, but what are the cultural differences? They like strong family. Yeah. They like men who are in control. Hmm. They like to fold your socks so they don't complain about it. I mean, <laughs> what, what are the problems with the cultural differences? That is well, why I'm interested in Mexican women, for example, because uh, yeah. they do all of those things. Yeah. I mean, yeah. What, what possible cultural differences can you have a problem with there? Well, I, have you heard the term, you uh, uh, don't get one bean, you get the whole burrito? I have not heard that. <laughs> kind of like you inherit the family, so. Well, yeah, you do, but by the same token, generally speaking, yeah. you're talking to about on people that. with more traditional values, meaning. Not that. Not yeah, you get her whole family. If her family's a piece of shit then she's probably a piece of shit. If she's got a drug addict or two in the family, if her sisters and her mom and everyone's been cheating on everyone their entire life, and maybe her sister was the cheater. Maybe her sister was the one that was cheating or not cheating. Maybe she was single, but the guy was married. If her history, if her family history looks like that shit, she got a dope head ass uh, brother maybe. No, well, he gets his life together miraculously, and now he's a good person. Forget about all those charges and court cases against him. And you got some of these people in her family. She's going to be a piece of shit, too. I don't care if they get their life together. They were all fucked up years ago. Guess what? They're still the same fucked up person. They're just not doing the fucked up things. Now they're a good, godly Christian. The Lord has forgiven them. Please. Her family is going to be fucking. You don't want to be have those people in your life either. I like you inherit the family. so. Well, yeah, you do, but by the same token, generally speaking, yeah. you're talking about people with more traditional values, meaning these are not women who get a job and then go have an affair with some guy at the next desk. Now, now what about, I, I know you like Asian women. What? Uh, well, they're not my preference. I mean, I, yes, I've dated Asian women, yeah. uh, but Latin women are my preference, not just Mexican, but from just about any country. Now, how about these Eastern European, like uh, Russian uh, uh, from the, the, Republic. I, uh, there are many beautiful women from Eastern Europe, but they're man-eaters. They're man-eaters. Well, what about the idea of, say, bring one of them over when they're young? No, you don't bring 18, anybody. 18, first of all, you don't bring, 18, any, no, 18, 18. You, you don't bring anybody over. <laughs> they bring so themselves you, over. You see, once you start spending money and bringing people over, right. you've then set the bar. You're now responsible for them. You're now supporting them. Taking well, care the, of them. Sign, you don't the want prenup, them. sign the prenup. <laughs> but first of all, you're talking about getting married. I, yeah. I, I'm just talking about a woman as a woman. The minute you start paying for stuff like that, it's expected of you. Slippery slope, I suppose. Isn't yeah. it? You, there's enough women who are already here. Yeah, plenty. Almost too many. You want to see Eastern European women? Come up to L.A. and, and head down Fairfax Avenue any day of the week. Right. You want to see uh, Russian women? 
And there's 8 million Russian bars. They're on Fairfax. They're on Ventura Boulevard and Studio City. They're all over the place. How do you, how do you do with them? How do you deal with them? No, how, how do you fare personally? Like you... Well, I've, I've, been with, uh, I've been with Russian and uh, Czech and Polish women in the past. I, they're just not my preference. Right. They're not my preference. Right. Latin women are my preference. Yeah, I agree with you there, Tom. I Latin, got, I Latin women. <laughs> I was going to make a great Polish joke, and then I forgot we're not allowed to make jokes like that anymore. Let's move on. Respect their man. They are not above doing your laundry or making your dinner. Right. Uh, they give you as much sex as you can take. Right. I mean, <laughs> I, I have found the cultural differences to be a plus, not a minus. Yeah, uh, I, I see where you're coming from. Maybe I'm looking on the wrong side of the coin. Thanks, Tom. I appreciate your help. All right, Derek. Thank you. 1-800-5800-TOM is our telephone number. Paul on the Tom Likas Show. Hello. Hey, Tom. Paul. Great topic. Thank you. Uh, my message, I could chime in with a bunch of sob stories, and, uh, but there are a million of them out there. My message to your listeners is that women live in a fantasy land. They think that, oh, it's going to be so great to take care of a cute little baby. And you know what? Sometimes it is, but they gloss over those three words, take care of. Yeah. They have no idea how time-consuming it is and how emotional it is. And their bodies are surging with hormones, and none of them make them horny. Right. And people should not get married until they're in their 30s. Anybody out there who's thinking about getting married. Guys, don't get married. Please. This is ridiculous. In your 20s, you do not know yourself. Yeah. The men, women do not know themselves. The men do not know themselves. And I grew up. That part I'll agree with. You don't know who you are as a man usually at a young age. I mean, you are probably an awesome dude and all this other stuff, but most men don't really figure out what it means to be themselves or comfortable in their own skin or not shy or not terrified of their own shadow. Most men don't even come into their own until about 40 years old. Some, it takes even longer than that. That's true, guys. You may think about that, but I'll guarantee you at 35 years old, you didn't know shit that you know at 45 years old. In fact, the knowledge di differential, the, the difference between those two things is, is stark, I would imagine. Up with a mom, I'm one of four kids. My mom said, you better know what you're doing when you have a baby because your life will change forever. I, I totally agree with that. Mike on the Tom Likas Show. Hello. Garrett. Hey, Tom, what's going on? Not much. Um, I've, I actually had never really listened to you before, but uh, after my situation, my friends have all said, hey, you got to listen to Tom Likas. And, uh, who gives a shit, guys? Don't be these guys. When Listen, I know that I'm INTJ and all this other, and but this small talk thing, my, I've never listened to you before. And well, now you're talking to a guy on a worldwide radio station with a million people or two listening, and you're like, hey, let me tell you about me a little bit. I've never listened to you before. Who gives a shit? Don't be this guy, guys. Call in with the information. Be direct. Don't beat her. All my friends told me I should start listening to you because of my current situation, which you know nothing about. And I could be telling you about it now, but instead I'm telling you the side story for some reason first before the other. Like, guys, please. I've heard a few of your calls, but um, oh. kind of a weird boat. Uh, I'd say I'm a decent looking guy. I serve her. Great. Yeah, this is good. We're learning a lot about this guy. Every day here in Huntington. Um, I'm in good shape, but I dated right now. I'm, I, this is almost like three years. This hot model looking chick. She's, she's smoking hot. Um, she's got loads of baggage. Had uh -huh. I known about the baggage and right when I met uh -huh. her, I would have.
They all have baggage, guys. Stop using that as an excuse. I didn't know she had baggage. I didn't know how much... Guys, if you could see the fucking baggage a lot of these girls have, I mean, Jesus. Just dropped it right off the bat, but... Obviously, you know, she didn't bring out the baggage till way into it. And at that point, right. I kind of wanted a relationship, but I'm 20. Wanted a relationship. This is what I, I, I did this myself when I was a young man. So I understand like you want to feel loved and cared for because you want validation. That's all that is. You want to feel loved and cared for. You used to want validation through your loud exhaust or your loud subwoofers or your cool car or your all these other things. But now... Now you've been told to grow up and give up the things you actually love because they're immature, right? And now you're like, well, I, you know, on video games, I, I guess I'll play one day. I don't want any people to think I'm immature. I'll give all that up for love. If I could just have a woman validate my feelings through the tip of my penis, that would be great. I understand. I, I did that too. It, it doesn't work out well for men, typically. RP Pope, good to see you. Let's continue. Three, now I want out of it. Um, I've broken up with the girl, like, seriously, I would say over a dozen times. And uh, the sex is incredible. I'll admit, that's my weakness. Uh, I'm 23. I'm extremely horny, and uh, it's hard to deny it. She's the best sex I've ever had. You're 23. You don't know your ass from the hole in the ground. No offense, 23-year-old young men, but you are so completely blinded by testosterone in your system and just, like, I mean, trust me. You're under a spell and you don't know it right now. And that's fine. The only thing is at least know about it. At least understand that all your crazy thoughts to want to be with this wild ass fucking trashy woman is you just want sex. That's what it is. Let's continue. Um, and in my head, I always think maybe this is the best I'll ever get. She's the hottest girl I'll ever get. Um, I've tried to, to date other girls, you know, on the side and whatnot, but it's, it's pretty tough. It's not as easy as, uh, as it sounds like when you're talking to these guys and just pick up a random chick, you know? Um, actually, uh, you can do it, Mike. You've just gotten hooked on one. And uh, the problem is when a woman knows you've got all your eggs in one basket, they take full advantage. Yeah, now she's doing it. Now but... you have no bargaining chips. That's why you need other women. And you never tell her you love her. You never give her the compliments. You never, none of that. Never validate them in any way. Some people are like, well, you can give them, what do they call it, backhanded compliments or underhanded compliments or whatever. I don't even do that shit. I don't even do that shit. Just mm -mm, nothing. Be stoic. Be a mystery. Say as little as possible. And she's like, well, what's wrong? Nothing. I'm enjoying my time. Are you enjoying your time with me? No, no, no. I said I'm enjoying my time. Well, what about with me? Oh, yeah, yeah you're cool too. Yeah, guys, stop. Trust me, if she knows you like her, she will use that to her advantage. It's what petulant children do. It's what children do to their parents when they play one parent off the other parent. It's a very human behavior. It's not, let me say this, it's not completely just women that do this, but they are the best at it. See, the girls are good at something. Yeah. You I'm, need I'm dying for other women. Well, go get some. <laughs> well, that's the problem. You know, you go out and, like, one-night stands are nuts. If you're going to go one night stand, you have to drop your standards. You're going to hook up with a pretty beat looking chick. Fucking not me. Not necessarily. See, for me, like my whole situation, it's, it's regarding opportunity. That's how I see my. That's because you're a weak sissy man. It's regarding opportunity. Did you hear what he said? 
I've tried to cheat on her, but I can't. I just don't have the heart for it. It's very tough. And if I did, I'd have to drop my standard for a one night stand. What? Why? What? Guys, I never drop my standard for anything ever. What the fuck are you talking about? Especially a woman. If I'm fucking something or putting up with any headache at all, it's going to be on the level, kid. Drop my standard. You would bang a fat broad? Listen, guys, I know if you're married to one, I get it. Like I, that I understand. But otherwise, what the fuck? I'll rub one out happily, guys, before I'll go out with a woman that is not attractive enough to meet my standards. And you might look at me and you should. I get them. Trust me. I know where 22 years right now. She'll come right on over and hang out. I won't even have to pay her. She does want me to make her steak anytime she comes over. That's an agreement we have. But listen, it's doable. But all this drop your standard, be with a fat girl. Fucking Oh, I'd have to drop my standards for a one-night stand. Mm -mm -mm -mm. First off, don't have one-night stands. I know it sounds really cool and all. Oh, yeah, I'm out here getting peace leave all over me. Smell my finger. Get this. Oh, fish juice. It's low tide at my house. Mm -mm. Stop. Stop. Women do not validate you. Real men look at you like a child. I know men. I know rich men. I know men that are very well off. And let me tell you something. They don't never talk about fucking women. Ever. They don't talk about whores. They don't talk about wives. They don't. Mm -mm. They talk about money and investments and all of these other things that validate them, but never a woman. There's a reason for that. Look at so many people in history right now. So many men that are out there like Slash, Axl Rose, all these other men that didn't get that got married once. And then we're like, never doing that again. All these older guys out here living their life with no women in their life at all are the happiest ones. Y'all know who some of the most miserable people I know? Married men. Not all of them. I know one or two that are, I don't want to say happy, but they're stressed out of their mind. But most married men, fucking miserable. Let's continue. My game. Like, I know my game's pretty weak, but at the same time, like, I have Yeah, he said it himself. I know my game's pretty weak. That's why he's running through fat girls when he has to lower his quote-unquote standards. Guys, if you have to lower your standard, you don't have a standard. I don't want to bust anyone's bubble, but I'm. Uh, let's pretend like I'm the English teacher today. A standard is what you don't fucking lower. That's why it's a standard. You're like, I got this one thing, this one rule, this one. It's a standard. If you're out here like, well, sometimes I lower my standard. You don't have standards. It's fine. I mean, it's, it's fine. But can we please be uh, a little less loose with the English language? friends who are you know they're phenomenal wingmen and uh, i work around them but at the same time the girls that i'm always stuck with is going to be some b girl you know the ones i want right in the bar there's a million guys talking to them you know it's well, hard i always tell guy you're 23 i always tell guys your age uh to go up to in age bit, go up to 30 32 do it I, that was what i tried to do i tried to hook up with a 31 year old single mom and it did not work oh, well you should all. be hooking up with single moms uh, yeah. to go 35, go 40 if you have to. Why would you do that? Like, what? Even 20 years ago, why would you do that? Uh, listen, guys, I, I know this is a crazy thing, but I'm telling you, if I'm going to get some peace leave, it's going to be some that I can look back and remember. It's going to be some that I can think about 10 years from now and be like, wow, I can't believe I was up in them guts. It's not going to be one that, like, when I go to take a piss afterwards, I'm looking at myself in the mirror with tears running down my face. I fucked this fat fucking jelly titty bitch. Uh-uh. I'm not doing that. I'm never doing that. See, what do, I, what do you go to meet a 40-year-old girl, though? Are you kidding me? 
You're yeah, telling I'm me not. that in Orange County, you, I, I'm going to tell you exactly where to go. Okay. You're in Huntington okay. Beach. You go south, young man. You go down to uh, Corona Del Mar, Newport Beach. You go to any bar on the beach or on the marina. Huh. Because who do you think is down there? Who do you think has those boats? 50 year old divorced guys. <laughs> And who do you and who do you think they're dating? Thirty-five to forty-year-old divorced or about to be divorced women. Yeah, that's who's there. You go to a, <laughs> there's a restaurant in Corona del Mar called the Villa Nova. The Villa Nova. The Villa Nova uh, is the place that claims they invented mozzarella marinara. Yeah, back then he used to encourage a lot of this. He wasn't like necessary kind of a dating roachy kind of dude back in the day. But back in the day, we didn't really have dating roaches because we didn't have much red pill knowledge. Not red pill, but men knowledge, MGTOW knowledge, monk mode knowledge, that kind of thing. Um, <clears throat> but back in the day, Tom at least tried to help men deal with women, you know, from a standpoint that would be considered at very least uh, aware of a woman's female nature. We'll say it that way. And they've got a they've got a piano bar in there. I don't know if anybody's going to believe the mozzarella marinara was invented in, in in Corona del Mar, California. But that's what they say. They have a piano bar, and just the kind of women I'm talking about are sitting around that piano bar every night. They're doing it as an example. Yeah. Now, whether you go to Marina del Rey or Corona del Mar, anything with Del in the middle, Playa del Rey, I'm telling you. That is where the women I'm talking about hang out. Any bar in there. Yeah, because young girls, like, they, everybody wants you to chase them. You know, all these young girls need to just chase them and run around them. These are women. These are women who will chase you if they... Right, because they're old, horn dog-ass women who have ruined their lives and now need some kind of validation whatsoever, whether it's Xanners, boxed wine, cats, a house that smells like a shit pile for some reason. Why do women with cats not realize that? You guys ever go to a girl's house and just you walk in and you're like, ah, I can't even fuck you in here. I need a, a rebreather because the ammonia is so thick in the air. My eyes are starting to sting. Ladies, at least clean the cat boxes. Okay. I'll, okay. You got 12 cats. Clean all the litter boxes often. Seriously. They have enough shots in. Awesome. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. Well, you know what? It keeps your arm warmed and uh, warmed up in the bullpen there until you're ready to come into the game. <laughs> All right, Tom. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Mike, I'm here to help. Try not to get that copyright on here as fast as possible. Sometimes I go and remove the stuff that got copyright struck so that I can keep my video up. Tom, it's Frank. Hello. Sometimes I do not. Let's go. Hey. Hey. Daddy. <laughs> Funny boy. I called I call, I call before, man. And uh, my story is 10 years after the marriage, two kids, um, we were having problems about the sex. Yeah. Uh, we went to a therapist. I explained my problem. She said uh, he wants sex. Wait a minute. She said, one, never go to a therapist, especially with a woman. Never. For any reason. I mean, unless you want to get on head meds and drugs that'll fuck you up for the rest of your life. Then I recommend talking to a rapist. I mean, the therapist. Allegedly, of course. Would never go with a woman. To a woman therapist? Shit. Bro, don't you know they're all connected through some kind of sick mental power that we men don't even know? Bro, of course you're the bad guy. Oh, 
she's going to come in. She's going to play the heartstrings of the feelings of the other woman. And the other woman's feelings are going to start tingling. And then the two of them are going to sync up like some kind of weird feelings monster against you. It's your fault. You're Well, let me tell you, as your therapist, I just want to tell you, it's not her fault that she fucked Tyrone. It's kind of your fault for being mad that she fucked Tyrone in y'all's bed because you're kind of being insecure. So what if she runs through a chat on a Tyrone every now and again? You know, it's just, you're, it's kind of your fault that she's doing it. Guys, don't go to the therapist. Sex all the time. Uh, I explain my problem. I use one sex. I, I, I'm, a sec- I'm a sexual person. Right. Uh, she finally said, I do not need sex to leave. Ooh. She said she don't need sex. Is that going to go anywhere, nope. guys? think that's going to be a good relationship. <laughs> Let's see what he says. Perhaps he's, he can save the day. To exist. Uh, right in that therapist's office, I said, you know what? I do. So it's over. <laughs> Walked away. <laughs> what? Did the therapist try to stop you? Did he say anything? No, no. He, he, he actually said, you know, I don't know. I don't understand you. He said to my, to my ex-wife, I don't understand you. He wants sex. You said, you don't need sex to leave. The guy, you're going to lose your husband. Mm-hmm. I walked out of that office. Within a week, I was out of my place. I signed off on a house in West Hill. I give uh, uh, that lady, I'm going to say it because I'm not ashamed. I give that lady 80, 80, 80, sorry, $800 a month. I make 55000 uh, a year, Tom. You know how heavy that is on me? Well, I know. So you know what? Three months within leaving that woman, I found... A Mexican, a Mexican, by the way, a Mexican girl, 22 years old. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm 38. Oh, Frank, you're singing my song. I love it. It's the Tom Likas Show. Sorry about that, boys. That was a customer I quoted the other day to clean her windows for her. And she was complaining about her grandson wanting more money to <clears throat> pressure wash her driveway. And I was like, that's a red flag if you're ever quoting a job to a customer. She just called me to let me know that she was going to go with a different company because my price was too high. Who fucking cares, ladies? They like... You understand, women, when you do this kind of stupid shit? One, I offered you a fair price. If you don't want to pay it, that's totally okay. I wasn't taking advantage. You live in a $1.6 million house. It's going to cost a little bit of money to get all of your windows clean. And she just called to tell me, John, your price was just a little bit higher than this other company. I'm going to have to go with their price. I'm not lowering my price. I don't give a shit. Like, fucking go with the other company. I'm okay with that. It's not disrespectful, but when you call me to put kind of rub my nose in it, women, when you do this kind of stupid shit, it makes you look like a dummy. It really does. It really does. I just want to let you know your price was like $50 higher than so-and-so. I'm going to go with them. I don't need to know that. Like you don't have to, I got a thousand, you know, quotes out there right now. If everyone called me tomorrow to let me know if they were going to go with someone else, I would, I'd, I'd have no time to do anything else. Golly, I, let's get back into the show, guys. These things drive me so crazy when women do these things. No offense, ladies, but I mean, 
Jesus Christ. Your price was just a little, you were a little higher than, yeah, because I'm a professional. I'm a professional. That's why. Let's continue, guys. <clears throat> call and tell me about it over a $50 difference, please. Ah, Let's see what we got here for you. Time for part two on this one. Pigs and sleuths. Let's continue the show, boys. And many people do redesign their websites, but we really did. Everything from uh, linking you to the ability to hear our show live to information about stuff we're doing. We make it easy to send an email into us. Just go to blowmeuptom.com. For a while, we were uh, kind of uh, upgrading and working on it. And now, uh, well, it, it's completely different. If you go there right now, blowmeuptom.com. That's what Mike did. Mike wrote in from Los Angeles. And he says, hey, Tom. What's funny though, Ghost, is I cashed a twelve. Well, I didn't cash it. I put a twelve hundred dollar bank in, in a check in the bank this morning from one customer, one job, and I got this lady talking about three hundred and fifty dollars is too much to clean all of her windows, sixty one windows in a one point six million dollar house. Some of those windows are forty feet off the ground, and she called to tell me that, well, your price is just too high. It's just fifty. It's just fifty to eighty dollars too high. Okay, well, I guess you won't be hiring me then. There's really no point in us discussing this any further. Don't you understand how this works, women? If you're going to hire someone to do a job and they give you a quote and you hire them, they can do the job for you. And that's how that goes. But if you're not going to hire them, really no point in talking anymore. We're not buddies here. We're not pals. Like we can be pals if you want to do business together. That's great. But if you don't, I got to keep it moving. I'm not going to lose sleep because you don't want to spend $50. In your, you know, $1.6 million house. Get the fuck out of here. Let me say, first of all, that up until two months ago, I did not know who you were. I live in Los Angeles. I mainly listen to music or sports radio. Oh, you're the one. For the last six months, I've been dating a real nice young lady. She is currently 34 years old. She is very pretty, but she is grossly overweight. You have such a nice face. If only you weren't such a big fat tub of lard. <laughs> no one ever finishes that sentence. You have such a beautiful face. If only you'd get on the treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby. Guess what? He says she's more than 300 pounds. Wow. Two months ago, my girlfriend, who has been a listener of your show, I guess for a while, turned me on to your radio show. And I've been hooked ever since. That wasn't smart on her part. Why? Because now Mike says, after listening to your show, I have come to the conclusion that I am not feeling this relationship anymore. Here is what brought me to this conclusion. Because she is so big, we can only have sex in one position. I hop on and hop off. 
I say it would last about five minutes. Last weekend, I have to say, I met my ex-girlfriend. And we had freaky circus sex for about two hours. My ex is 5'3", about 110 pounds. In the beginning, told my current girlfriend that I would pay for her gym membership. I did that for a month. What's that, $12 at Bally's? Right. I now feel that if she is not taking losing weight seriously. That's the truth, John. This is the funny thing about business. I really need to do that business stream because a lot of you guys have asked me about it. I, I need to get that going. But that's the truth right there. Sorry, guys. We're, we're doing two streams right now. My brain's in both places. Don't worry. You're coming with me. Uh, you don't need customers like this. Over a $50 difference. She's got some shit. She wanna, you know what I mean? She's going to have a problem. Something's going to go wrong. She told me when I was at the house that the people that did her windows last year wouldn't return her call. And when she finally got the owner on the phone, he was like, ma'am, I'm unable to help you. So something happened last year. She was a pain in the ass. And the guy was like, I'm not fucking with this. See, this is the problem, too, is I've done this before. You, you pitch someone a job for five hundred dollars and they're like, well, I feel like it's worth about four fifty. And then you're like, well, <laughs> But I know how much work it's going to be. It's 90 degrees outside and you want me to clean your windows on the side of your house and $50 is a problem to you? I'm a human, you dummy. But yeah, she'll have a problem. Something will go wrong. Nobody's going to come fix it. She should just get out. My girlfriend knows a lot about eating. She can point out every restaurant in town. I'm starting to get turned off. I find myself constantly looking at other smaller women. Fortunately, she also has a heart of gold, and she's very good to me. She's also a woman of color. I want to say this. You really got me to thinking about my own self-worth. I am self-employed, and I know that I have not been working hard enough. Well, that's because when you look into... The eyes of your girlfriend, you're seeing somebody who weighs 300 pounds. <laughs> well, Tom scared me with that one with the 300 pound thing. Shout out to Tom. That's how you know you haven't been working hard enough. You're absolutely right. That's how you know. If you look across the kitchen table in the morning while you're having coffee and you don't see a hot chick in a sexy bathrobe, you're not working hard enough. You're not. If your wife or girlfriend is over 200 pounds, you're not working hard enough. You're not. That or you have very low self-esteem and you need to do something about it. He goes on to say, thanks to you, I have taken a different approach to myself. R.P. Pope, she did have a man there. So she did have one of her sponges still there giving her, uh, feeding her nourishment and, and water. So situation, I like having sex. Now I don't need Viagra or any other stimulant to get the job done. I will be going after the hot chicks from now on. 
You may recall recently we had a show about ED, erectile dysfunction. And I announced the completely organic cure for ED. You don't need pills. True. I announced on the air, as you may recall, not long ago, that the cure for ED is YG. Young girls. Or TG. Thin girls. And, of course, HG. Hot girls. You no longer need to take Viagra if you take any of these substances. That's You'll true. Fine. I found this out, guys, after, <clears throat> well, I found this out after a very, very, very long relationship that I was in. Uh, and I thought things weren't working as they should be for whatever reason. Um, it might, well, it could have been a number of things, but it definitely, uh, 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 I think the, the first girl was like 24. That that fixed that problem pretty well. The dysfunction will go away. That's what he's referring to here. The person you are with is a reflection of how hard you work and how high your own self-esteem is. Damn. There's no two ways about it. If you're looking at someone who's a slob, if you're looking at someone who doesn't choose to be sexy, if you're looking at somebody who wears sweatpants all the time, if you're looking at somebody who's a big, fat tub of lard, you, my friend, are not getting the job done. Could you do better than that? Then why don't you? I'm just trying to give you a little encouragement here. Now, do you think Mike is unreasonable, the guy who wrote the email? Do you think he's unreasonable? She's over 300 pounds. I think you're with the person you deserve, by the way, because you chose them. You chose them usually because it's based on your uh, belief that you couldn't do any better than what you have. So you got what you deserve. If you can do better, why don't you do better? Am I wrong? Tom like it. 1-800-5800. Tom. I don't like you. Why not? Because I'm listening to you. The Tom Likas Show. The Tom Likas Show. At 1-800-5800-TOM. Maria on the Tom Likas Show. Hello. Hi. Hi. I'm sorry. I'm so nervous. You know, I wanted to say I'm not a first time. Wait, no, I'm first time caller and I'm an OO listener. You're a what? Oh, you're an what? A OO listener? I'm an on and off listener. Oh, on and Oh, great. That helps everyone in the world listening right now. All the millions of people that have heard the beginning of this lady's call really just gained some quality information. Off. I, you said OO. I thought you were listening since the year 2000. I didn't know what you meant. Right. No, I'm sorry. I thought I was clever thinking up something funny. Yeah, you weren't clever at all. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Unbelievable, ladies. What's wrong with you? Listener? I'm an on and off listener. Oh, on and off. I, you said, oh, oh, I thought you were listening since the year 2000. I didn't know what you meant. No, I'm sorry. I thought I was clever thinking up something funny. Oh, sorry. Okay, I just had a question for you. Yes? Um, I'm sorry. I'm really nervous, but I just want to know, how can I keep on looking hot as I get older? Can't. 
Well, I don't want to be fat. Well, one way is not get fat. I'm paranoid of getting fat. Okay. Well, then you're the problem. Why don't you exercise a little bit of discipline, hit the gym a little bit? I mean, this is what men do. When we realize we're getting bitch tits, we're like, oh, I'll go throw some weights around in the gym for a little bit. That's what you do. You look at yourself and you're like, yeah, either I want to fix it or I don't. And I'm either going to take action or I'm not. She's worried about it because she knows she's not going to take any action or do anything about it that requires effort. Let's continue. Another way is to dress appropriately for your age. Right. Okay. You don't look like big fat Mariah Carey walking around in outfits that look like they belong in a 17-year-old. Right. <laughs> now that's gross. By the way, she's getting fatter and fatter. Have you noticed that? <laughs> yeah, and she wears shorter and shorter shorts, and I think it's really ugly. Yeah, I mean, she's really starting to look preposterous. You know, I feel really bad for her because I know she's in the public eye all the time. But at the same time, you kind of have to, like, step back and look in the mirror. And Boring. Say, I am getting fatter. I should wear well, like, When she looks in the mirror, she has to step back because uh, she can't see the whole thing and she doesn't step back. <laughs> How do you feel about, like, um, either not liposuction, but, like, maybe. Um... Just hit the gym. Just go to the gym, women. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? Hey, why don't you stick a needle of shit here in my lips? Hey, take it out of my asshole and put it in my lips here. That'll look, this looks good, doesn't it? I look sexy now. Hey. Is that sexy? Why don't you just do some damn work? No, it'd be easier to just fucking cut pieces of my body off. It'd be easier to just go through a eight month recovery period. Ladies, healthy food can be delicious. Give it a try. Don't fry everything anymore. You're like, if you're worried about it, not liposuction, not spend $100,000 on surgery. You could have spent $12 a month at a gym. Stop. Hell, you don't even have to go to a gym. You can do it in your house. I know a million exercises you can do right here that will keep you in shape. You don't need all this. You don't need all the gyms in the, believe me, ask somebody in the military. While they had a gym, they rarely had time to do it. But every day they did PT until they could barely move anymore. I promise. That's how they get in such great shape. It's not in the gym. It's real regular ass food that they get from the mess hall. It ain't fried food. It ain't fucking hamburgers. Sometimes it is, but it's not. It's just real food. Food food. Let's continue. Get, maybe get your mouth wired shut. Why don't you get your ass wired shut? How about you just stop eating so much? Eh. I know. I only do it like maybe three or four days out of the month where I eat. I only this, I only that. Everything they do is to remove any level of accountability. Well, I only shoot people every now and again. It's not like a bad habit. Like a pig. Yeah, but uh, what do you do the rest of the time? Uh, you're in Seattle. I can't wait to hear this. What do you do the rest of the time, ma'am? Do you do that Starbucks thing? I'll just have a scone. No. No. So what do you do, ma'am? Go ahead. You do that often? Oh, you, you eat like that how many? Three or four times a month? Wow, that seems like a lot. Oh, God. I'll just no, have no, some I crumble cake. Americanos <laughs> with no cream and no sugar because it's the sugar that gets you fat. Well, that's one of the things that gets you fat. Yeah, and I have lots of sex, so I think that's supposed to help, right? Well, it does. Well, you got you got to keep that up. Okay. What do you look like? Um, I don't know, kind of fat. 
I don't know. I guess I, some people think I look like maybe I'm Spanish. I don't know what, what you mean, like a celebrity type. No, no. Just to, to your general appearance. What do you look like? How fucking tall and fat are you? How heavy, how much do you weigh? How tall are you? I'm, I, I guess I'm okay looking. Brown, uh, blondish hair, shoulder length. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe like a size two or four. Which fucking is it? Listen, if you ask me my penis size, I'm not going to double it. I'm somewhere between 12 and 14 inches. I don't know, 24, 12 inches, 48. I'm some something like that. Okay. I don't know. Kind of tan skin. Uh-huh. Kind of tan. Is that from being tan or is that from uh, being uh, ethnic in some way? Uh, maybe half and half. A little ethnic, a little like self-tanner. Right, well, let's see. <laughs> what kind of ethnicity are we talking about? Garbage. Mm, Mediterranean. Mediterranean somewhere. All right, tropical garbage. There, somewhere in the Mediterranean. That's all I know. That's all my mama says. So that's I don't know. It. That's all she says. Either I'm not her complete biological daughter, or I don't know. She just says Portuguese or Mediterranean. Or something like that. Yeah. She doesn't yeah. know. She, yeah, she doesn't know who that your dad is. That's the problem. Her mom's like, yeah, you're kind of... You know, Portuguese, Mediterranean, you know, I don't know. It could have been Bob or Frank or Bill or Tyrone. I listen, I was so drunk that night. I think I that's what her mom told her. Yeah, I don't um well, I'm from Portugal. She's like, Oh, I'm Portuguese. And she's like, Well, you know, crossed with like five other guys. You know, one of them is responsible. She was on she was backpacking through Europe and uh Right. Yeah, or so, with the milk family. Something happened. One thing led to another. I can't believe I'm talking to you. I listen to you, and then I get so mad at you, and I turn you off, and I swear to God, every day I'm listening to you again. because I th- Yeah, it's almost like you like the bad guys. It's almost like you like the guys that don't give a shit about you and your stupid emotions. It's almost like you like the guys that are just direct and honest with you and tell you the truth. It's almost like you have more respect for those types of people. It's crazy. I watch my female membership member numbers go up, and I'm like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, I'm glad they're here. Hopefully they're here to, you know, understand a lesson, learn more about us men or something along those lines. But the truth is a lot of them are hater watchers. And they're watching from a place of hate. And that's fine. Hey, hater watchers, you guys are welcome here too. Um, but that's what a lot of people do. I hate this. I don't know why I'm talking to you. I Why am I doing this? Because you dislike things and you think that's love. Because when you grew up, you hated your mom or your dad. And you were like, this is love. I mean, I love mom and mom says she loves me. And even though she tries to poison me and is always fucking people and she's just a big, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. I get it. I feel like you hate women, but I swear to God, I want to meet you the next time you come to Seattle. Oh, I know you want my hand put on your ass here. You know, you do. I think I'm going to get your name tattooed on my ass, Tom. Really? Yes. No, I want to come see you next time you come to Seattle. Hell no. All right. Do, would you say would you say that there is some kind of uh, sexual tension here? Hmm, I think you're right about a lot of stuff, but at the same right same time, I feel like I'm sometimes like a man trapped in a woman's body. Oh, because I can understand the things you say, but I'm also not like a lot of the women that call. Oh, you're not like other girls, huh? You guys ever hear that one before? Listen. I'm a good woman. I'm a Christian woman, and I I'm not like other girls. No, I don't do those things that all the other girls do. I never would do those types of things. Right? You're you're a good woman. I understand. Let's continue. Well, I understand that. Of course, most women say that. 
No, no, no. I'm not needy. I'm, I make my own money. I am married, but I make my own money. I'm a hard worker. You're, hold up, bitch. You're married. You're talking about getting Tom's name printed on your ass. Guys, when I tell you not to mess with women, they were ruined 20 years ago, 40 years ago, 100 years ago. If you read the Bible, they were from day one, they were pretty fucking sneaky. You know? Let's continue. Bye. And I'm very laid back and funny and nothing. That means lazy. Hardly. And she's not funny, guys. Women are never funny. If you're a woman watching me right now, you're good at so many things. Being pretty, um, sexy. You can be nice sometimes, but yeah, what she just said, lazy. Let's listen again for fun. That means lazy. No, no, no. I'm not needy. I'm... I make my own money. I am married, but I make my own money. I'm a hard worker Mm. and I'm very laid back and funny. Hard worker and laid back. How's that work? It doesn't. And there's that funny. She's funny, guys. I can't tell you the last time I was watching a female comedian and I giggled or laughed or left the TV on for longer than two seconds. I really can't, guys. No offense, females, but I don't know if it's your timing or your delivery or you're just not funny. Sometimes the material could be funny had a man say it, but most female comedians are just overly sexual, overtly sexual, and somehow that passes as humor, but it's not actually funny. I digress. Let's continue. And nothing hardly ever gets me mad. Jealous, that's it. Oh, a jealous woman. Well, everyone loves that. Is that a knockers? Yes. (laughs) Really? But I paid for those myself, too. Oh, you did? Yes, I did. Am I going to get to see those? Yeah, next time you're in Seattle. Uh-huh. I think I'm going to get my nerve and come see you. Really? Yes. My mom doesn't like him. That's the only reason why I haven't come. Damn, this bitch is talking about him with everybody. Mom don't like you. I haven't seen you yet, but that's okay because I'm a grown woman now. So that's how, that's how you know it's good. I think so. I, I do. I think so. Everything bad you do, your mom said was no good for you. You love it. I do. Yeah. I love being bad. See, yeah. I'm, and I'm the guy your mother warned you about. <laughs> yeah, you are. Literally. I don't like getting in trouble, but I like being bad. Yeah, I know you do. And this, somebody's probably married to this woman now, or maybe not the same guy because it's been a while, but think about this. This lady's probably 70 now, 60, I don't know. And she's probably doing the same. I love being bad. Why? What does that do for you as a human? I don't understand that. How, how does being bad do something for you as a woman? Yes, men want to bang you, but that's just because men want to bang you. That's not you doing anything. Oh, I love being bad. Oh, you mean getting the validation of many men? I understand that. Okay. But I know I'm not interesting enough to be on the show right now. So. Right. Or later. Oh. You feel you're bad just talking to me right now. God, you're so sexy on the phone. I can't believe I'm actually talking to you. Look at you. Hmm. Wow, wow, wow. I think I might be playing with no, really? <laughs> Look at you. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, and it has nothing to do because you're um, famous or you have money. Right. It's not your status or your money. Tom, she loves all those chins you got. Don't feel bad, Tom. Mine is coming in nicely. Uh, yeah, it's not your money or your fame that women like. <sighs> Please. And you think that's why women like you? Uh-huh. I think for me, it's your voice. Is that what it is? You could be retarded, but with your voice, you're... Well, 
listen, I didn't know the R word was coming out today, but let's continue. Sorry about that, YouTube. Really sexy. I've never met a retarded guy with a voice like mine. No, that's true. It'd be, that's a good point, uh, yeah. That's a little more stuttery. I guess you're retarded. Thank you. Listen, can we, one, YouTube does not appreciate this. You two are throwing this word around awfully loosey, goosey, and uh, Johnny doesn't want to get in trouble for it. Let's continue. Thank you for tuning into the Forrest Gump show. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me on. I am very honored. Ugh. Thank you, Maria. Well, I hope you have a wonderful Wednesday. Sounds like you're having one already. One eight hundred five eight hundred. Tom, it's Ralph on the Tom Likas show. Hello, Ralph. Hey, Tom, how you doing? I was listening to you just earlier about talking about three hundred pound chick in one of your emails and stuff. And the guy was, he was, you know, he went out and had two hours of wild monkey sex with his girlfriend. Well, I just wanted to tell you, I was married for about seven or eight years and when we first got married my wife had a nice butt man and then it just went <clears throat> she's got a pooper now that just wouldn't <laughs> you would not even believe but the thing is is i went to a meeting once and uh there was this tw a 20 year old girl sitting across the table from me staring me down man she was just checking me out and, and she moved right over asked me if i was married asked me if i had kids and all this stuff and everything and i'm like yeah 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 she wouldn't leave me alone so she's like Drive a ride home. I said, sure. You know, I figured I'd give her a ride home. Well, I never knew this would snowball. I'm 47 years old. And I got a 20 year old hot chick. What was those things you said earlier? The TG, the. Oh, yeah. Uh, HG, YG. Yeah. TG. Well, got... Yes. All of those are cures for ED. I've got all of those. All in one package. It was just unbelievable. And she just, she stuck on me like you would not believe. We've been together for. Right. First, I'm going to just tell you what I heard. He met a girl at a meeting who was 20 years old. First off, the only 20-year-old girls I've ever met at meetings were at Narcotics Anonymous meetings. Allegedly, of course. AA meeting. I banged a few of those. Well, you know what? Let's not even get into it. I'm going to tell you something. Uh, that's where you have meetings with those. You're not a board member or a CEO at your job, and they bring in the 20-year-old intern. That's not how that goes. So he met this girl at a place where already it's a huge red flag. Let's continue. For three years. So have you needed any Viagra or Cialis uh, since you met her? No, no way, man. Isn't that amazing? No one ever has any ED when they're with a HC. <laughs> no, it's, it's just, it's amazing, man. I listen to your show every day on the way home from work. And after I heard that story about the 300-pound chick, I got to thinking about my marriage and how, how she went from fine to a blimp and i just went you know what this is too much you know so <laughs> I, I dumped her she's gone really how did she feel when you dumped her did you tell her why uh no you didn't no tell her nah excuse me but no i didn't tell her i didn't want to tell her i mean she already had her own suspicions but i mean we weren't even together until after my wife left me i was true blue until she split but then you know then it was on and it was just like you said, wild monkey climbing the poles and everything. <laughs> she could be on a stage if you ask me, you know, but she, she doesn't want to do that. But Right. But. Of course, she doesn't want to be on stage with tons of men looking at her and oogling over. Women hate that kind of attention and get paid for it. Nah, no modern women today would do that. Right, guys? Shout out to Primo Living BC. I appreciate you supporting my work, guys. If you guys out there watching ever want to support my work, you can follow me on my cash app down here. Go almost on, uh, who am I? Dollar sign gone with John. There's no H in there. Quit putting an H. 
I know some people spell it that way. I don't want to, people want to have this discussion. Why is there not an H? Just donate. Just get playing. If you want to support the show, you can cash out. My PayPal is in the link posted at the top of the chat. And uh, Super Chats. Thanks very much, guys. Appreciate it. Do a little pole dancing right there for you. Yeah, she does pole dancing for me every night. I'll bet she does. <laughs> 1-800-5800-TOM is our telephone number. It's Steve on the Tom Likas Show. Hello. Steve. Hello, Tom. Hello, Steve. How are you doing, sir? Do you care, Steve? I really care. I'm doing great. I've got a really good story to tell you guys if you have the, if you got the second. I'm sure I do. Uh, all right. I am an uh, IE native and uh, Inland Empire, and I now go to uh, Cal State University and um, uh, had a... Had a, she's now an ex-girlfriend, which I'm so glad because I used to be a chubby, fat guy myself. I'm five six, Italian, and um, I'm about I was about two fifteen a couple of years ago, and my chick ended up telling me, you know, I I love you, I want you, I wanted to marry you, but my family background is of uh, high political cashage money. And um don't want to get into that, but um make a long story short, she gave me the ultimatum. You need to marry me, blah, 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 blah. I need you to have your kid right away. And um my father was a very wise man. He yeah. told me that uh, you need to go get your uh, education on, move <laughs> away from the house, soak your ropes out of here, get out of here, go move away, which I have. And now I am in the IE. That's a good dad. San Bernardino. That's a good dad. The dad that's like, yeah, you need to go out and find yourself in the world, son. I'll be here for you. I'm always here for me. A phone call away, a text message away for any of my sons or my daughter. But yeah, a good dad wants you to get out, get the experience. Not at a young age, but you know, at 18, you find yourself. Find who you are as a man because that's going to serve you well. You'll still have dad. He'll still be around, hopefully. You know what I mean? University. Um, and believe me, I'm 28 years old. Um, now I'm still five six, you know, I'm still short, but I now weigh 170, 175 pounds, and I'm getting more ass than a toilet seat after I, I dumped her. And I've, I've, I've committed myself to, you know what, you know, I uh, quit eating all the, all the Italian, all the Chinese, and all the chicken, and all the cheeseburgers, and the fast food crap. Uh -huh. And I, I've, I've made myself eat a lot more healthier, changed my lifestyle, and believe me, that they just, they, now, now I'm a much happier guy. Um, my, my, you must be single. My parents, my family love me, and I mean, I mean, I, I, dude, I can't, I can't bat them away. The, the fine tens. And my girl, when I was a chubby guy, she was an eight and a half, uh, a nine, an LA nine. Now that was only because of my, of, my uh, of, of our family money. Mm -hmm. So it's just unbelievable what you will do, you know. So this idiot just said our family money. So he's got money and he's getting all this good luck with women now. What a shock, guys. Isn't that surprising? A little bit of cash flow around and before you know it, pussy shows up. Wow. You know, to get a hot chick and, and once I knew I had a hot chick, I said, dude, all right, she's giving me ultimatums. How do I know she ain't, you know, effing around on other guys? That's right. But here's the killer deal. Now that 
you know, I've had other people kind of tell me, hey, bro, you know, you got to change your lifestyle. Uh, you are, you're a little chubby yourself, but the reason you're getting punani is because of your pops' money. Oh, shit. Damn, didn't I just say that? Didn't I just say that? Can you imagine, guys? I said it. Some other guy said it. His own dad probably told him. This is the problem with young men nowadays. If they have anything to them, they're blinded to what women really are. And they're like, these girls are just, they like me, man. They really love me. Yeah, she loves my, she loves my smaller stature. She loves this. She loves that. And there's no, look, I don't judge you guys. But you understand he said he's 5'6", 170. Oh, okay, so she likes you, you know, right? Not your money. It's not the money, guys. She doesn't like the money. Hey, bro, you know, you got to change your lifestyle. Uh, you are, you're a little chubby yourself, but the reason you're getting punani is because of your pops' money. Now, I know that is true, and I kind of just rode the punani train all the way in and out of L.A. and, you know, all those uh, Thousand Oaks and all those lovely areas where... Yeah, enjoy your herpes. For ...the nines and the tens live, and I didn't care. But yeah. now that it's, I'm trying to get Punani on my own level yeah. without my family money, uh-huh. dude, I'm on Clyde, cloud number 10. Love that. Now, I just wanted to kind of comment on that whole dude with the, how he should feel, whether she's, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, ethnicity. I'm going to put my money on this guy couldn't fuck his way out of a wet paper bag. Let's continue. Come here and say, I'm better than this. If you can't see the big screen TV that's 95 inches behind that large butt, then it's time to move on. You are right about that. Tom Likas. 1-800-5800-TOM. 1-800-5800-866. If your boyfriend makes $28,000 a year, you are idiots. The Tom I mean, there you go. Likas Show. Um, All right, we're going to mute that for a second. Hopefully uh, fend off the copyright. It's coming to Seattle. We are a little more than two weeks away. Hey, you've been putting up five tickets, but uh, you've... <sighs> Door, baby. I'm telling you what. It is two weeks from this Friday, September 30th at 8.30 p.m., boy. He's plugging something, I don't know, band or some shit. And, uh, may I tell you, I'm going to say stuff on that stage that now I do. Oh, he's going to be doing something. All right. So I understand. He's grifting, though, isn't he, guys? He's grifting. Speaking of grifting, guys, make sure you hit a donation today to show Johnny Boy how much you appreciate all of this phenomenal knowledge I'm dropping. Let's continue. Well, if you want to listen online, you can. Let's do uh, let's do us online here. Let's go to fmtalki.com. But uh, nonetheless, uh, so all the stuff that I can't say on the air, I will say it on stage on Friday, September 30th at 8:30 p.m. at the world famous, legendary, historic Paramount Theater. Bobby Slayton is our headliner. We'll have three over-the-top comedians who will, uh, well, they're going to do uh, material that is in keeping with the stuff we believe on this program. And it's all guys. You leave your girlfriend at home, leave the battle axe at home, leave the bitch at home. Hmm. Will you leave the bitch at home? 
or will we have to torture you that night? And we will torture you. Oh, yeah, we'll have eye candy for you to look at, but it is not going to be anything you bring in. You understand? you get the perfect excuse. You tell her that it's for boys only, guys only, men only. That's it. Bring your nephews. Maybe it's we, we have a guy call in. He's having his uh, son for visitation. It's his visitation weekend. His uh, ex-wife doesn't know he's taking the boy to see Boys Night Out, 12 years old. Bring your nephew, bring your cousins, bring the guys from work, bring your softball team, whatever. Just Back then, even he was trying to at least spread the word to other young men and men, but more importantly, the young men. You see, when we men want to teach young men these things and teach men that, hey, be careful, be mindful, things aren't exactly what you've been told, we are the bad guys. But if you're a guy in a dress, you know, in boobies, you can go right on into the school. Sure, you can talk to the kids. Tell them whatever you want. Why not? Yeah. Hell, we'll shoot a video around it. But if you're a man like me, just simply telling younger men to, hey, be careful out here. You're, you've been lied to. Even your mom has lied to you about sugar and spice and women are nice. And you, as a man, are in danger. And if you have a little money or your family has a little money or you're a good-looking young man, you, you're going to be predicated on by these females. That is not a joke. Just don't bring any chicks. Friday, September 30th, 8.30 p.m. Tickets to Ticketmaster. You can call this number to get tickets. 206-529-4051. 206-529-4051. You can go to Ticketmaster.com. Or if you like, just go to BlowMeUpTom.com. All the details are there. Boys Night Out. Friday, September 30th, 8.30 p.m. at the Paramount Theater in Seattle. 1-800-5800-TOM is our telephone number. Let's say hello here to uh, Danielle on the Tom Likas Show. Hi, hello. Tom. Hi. I am calling with a question about, um, I lost some weight about six months ago. I went from 110 pounds down to 100 pounds, and it mainly, I lost a lot in my boobs and in my butt. And my boyfriend says I look too skinny. Do I get boob implants or do I try and gain the weight back? <laughs> you don't do either. Oh, wow. <laughs> why is that? Because, I mean, let's face facts. Uh, when you get thinner, your boobs get smaller. That's the way it is. And it's a good thing. I don't like, guys, I know y'all, a lot of y'all have a fat fetish. And y'all like fucking large Marge tits. I get it. You want them out to here. It's too much. It don't even look good. It is not fun to fuck them. I mean, it's just not. I mean, if you're doggy style, they're touching the carpet. If you're, it's just not good. Let's, let's continue. And by the way, you're 22. Why do you need a boyfriend? Right. Um, he's paying for I stuff. I don't like to sleep with random strangers. Oh, right. It's not that he's paying for stuff. You don't have to sleep with everybody you date, but uh, you don't need a boyfriend either. Oh. Right? Yes, I do. No, you don't. What do you need a boyfriend for? Because <laughs> I'm 22. You're, dear, 22 is too young. She's oh. using what do, do? what do you do for a living? No, not to date, to have a boyfriend. Now, no, no, notice his question is, what do you do for a living? That's exactly what I just said, except Tom's asking her a question instead of stating it bluntly. I said she's using him. He's paying the bills. Tom's question to her now is, what do you do for a living? Let's see how this unfolds. What do you need a boyfriend for? Because <laughs> I'm 22. Yeah, dear, 22 is too young. Oh. 
What do you What do you do for a living? No, not to date. To have a boyfriend. You can date as many people as you want, but you're too young to have a serious commitment. Oh, I'm oh, okay. And now that you've lost all that weight, you can probably get a lot better grade a guy. Well, I don't know. He says that I'm too skinny. I'm 100 pounds and five. There, there. That is not too skinny. Oh, it's skinny for Portland. In LA, it's normal. Okay, that's normal. So uh, 32C is okay. I don't 32C is spectacular. Fucking beautiful. I don't need to get a boob job. No. Or gain weight. Okay. No. Forget it. If he doesn't like it, believe me, there's plenty of guys out here who'd love to be with a 22-year-old who's 5'6 and 100 pounds with 32C breasts. Are you kidding? I got hands up in the controller right now. Yeah. I got guys who come over there and take care of you tonight. I'll come up to L.A. then. Well, come down to L.A. because you're in Portland. Dummy. Oh, yes. Unless you're in San Diego or something. No, I'm probably You're important. I will come down to L.A. and visit you. Oh, come on Thanks down. for the advice. Are you, are you really hot otherwise? Yes. Yeah, I know. You used to be able to you used to be able to say this, guys. I don't know. Some of y'all are like, oh, my God, he's getting canceled. You used to could do this. Like, you could actually talk to a woman bluntly and be like, yeah, are we fucking or like, what are we doing here? Oh, no? Okay. Oh, you are. I can tell. Hey, come down here. We get the boys to take care of you. <laughs> okay. You're yeah. yeah, you're laughing, but they will. I'm sure. I think you're ready. Listen to you. Yeah. You're blushing. You're nervous. You're it's in, true. You're intrigued. Yeah. You don't have to get a boob job. Just come on down. Okay. Well, thank you. I'm here to help, Danielle. <laughs> 1-800-5800-TOM is our telephone number. Let's say hello to Will on the Tom Likas show. Hey, Tom. What's up, man? Uh, about the ratings and my paycheck, Will. Wonderful, mine too. Hey, uh, you know, I just like to make a comment about that guy who's dating a 300 pound girl. Yes. I mean, you know, I'm a real hardworking guy and, uh, you know, good looking, got a nice car, house, all that stuff. And, you know, I have never had to resort to dating a chick over maybe 120 pounds. <laughs> That's right. You deserve better. You yeah. know, you could pick them out. You've worked for it. You work for it. You know, yes. I've, I've wound up with a, with definitely a 10. Unbelievable chick. Mm -hmm. um, you know, went against your rules and ended up with a girlfriend. Uh -huh. But, uh, hey, it's, it's working out. Yeah, Good for you, now. Will, I'm proud. Well, I just wanted to tell that guy that he start working his ass off and he'll, uh, he'll end up with something better than 300. And that's the truth, guys. Nobody likes to hear this, but if you work your ass off and get your money right, Mine's not even right, so don't feel bad. But if you do do that, uh, boy, there'll be an, you'll have a, plenty of women around. They'll just start showing up. It's really weird. I don't know if they smell it or it's like a sixth sense that they have. I still wouldn't mess with one, though. But they'll come around. Sounds good to me, Will. Jason on the Tom Likas show. Hello. Hey, Tom. How hey, you doing? I'm okay. Great. Hey, I just had to let you know that that I had to give my wife that same kind of an ultimatum. I I said, hey, lose the weight or I'm gone. And she lost it. Really? Yeah. So she I'm didn't say, how dare you? That's so sexist of you. No, no, she died. When I married her, she was about 120 pounds. We had three kids. And I'm like, all right, we're done having kids. Lose the weight. Or I'm gone. Wait, you married her when when the two of you had three kids? That's when you got married? Uh, no, no. We've been married now for about six years. 
You're 26. Yeah, I know. What are you uh, doing? I was in the military. I made a lot of dumb mistakes. and uh, So you admit it was a dumb mistake marrying your oh, wife. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I've said that to my wife. You told her that? Oh, yeah. I told her uh, if I had the chance to redo it, <laughs> I wouldn't get married yet. Oh, boy. Yeah, but, yeah, I, I love her to death. She's a great person, and uh, she lost the weight for me, so I guess she loves me, too. So. And, <laughs> Famous last words. I guess she loves me, too. And I tell you what, when she was, when she was a biggin', the sex was just crazy horrible. We and now it's like crazy monkey sex again. <laughs> I love that. Oh, yeah, so do I. I mean, all you got to do is talk to your woman, and if she loves you, she'll do it. If she doesn't... This dude here, I guarantee you he's divorced now. Dump the bitch. <laughs> hey, Tom, can you take me out, Lisa Peterson? Here you go, Jason. Lisa Peterson. You see her husband killed her and her unborn son, Connor, and threw them over a boat. It's a crude joke. one 800 tom is our telephone number. Eddie on the Tom Likas Show. Hello. Tom, my man, how you doing, buddy? Doing okay, Eddie. Great. All right, check this out. I got something similar like what your, uh, your email was saying. Uh-huh. Similar. It's kind of backwards, though. I got a hot uh, fiancé, right? All your whole, you know, rules going and everything. She's hot for me. Right. Okay. Now I got this other chick. I've been dating for or seeing her for about four months. Okay. So he's tired of the four month and he's got a new one. Seeing her. Yeah. You know, uh, she's still cute. but not as hot. But right. just treats me better in a sense that, you know, just keeps my ego up. Yeah, the new girl's always going to treat you better than the old girl because the old girl's already got you. But the new girl wants to go ahead and trick you. You see, guys, it's like a Venus flytrap. The fly sees it, and it smells the sweet, sweet nectar of poon yeti, poon yeti, and is like, hey, I'm going to go check this out. And then it turns out it's a plant that's carnivorous, which is very bad for the fly. But the plant did accomplish its goals. Do you see where we're going with this? Compliments me, tells me, you know, you're hot. You know, I like this about you. Uh-huh. you know, just great personality. Oh, yeah. You know, doesn't care if I'm having drinks and joking and, you know. I'm- of course. You go hang out with the boys. Don't worry about it. That's because she has no choice. Right. Yeah, see, I was thinking the same thing. Is, uh-huh. You think that's really what it is? Of course. You got no choice. Right. Okay. So what happens when she gets a choice? What do you, what do you mean exactly? When she gets a choice, you're fucked. That's what that means. Listen, you guys are getting in relationships. And the second she got you good and she knows you love her and you're going to take her to meet mommy and daddy. And as soon as she got you like that, she's going to wear the pants. You're not going to think so. You're still going to feel like a big, strong man. And we do it my way in my house. And she could kick you out tomorrow. She could call the police tomorrow and just make up some shit and be like, well, my husband, he seems aggressive. And I'm so, I feel scared for my life and the children. Oh, my God. You can't go home anymore. She doesn't have to leave the house you do. You would want to keep pay- making the payment, though, uh, because you'll be responsible for that. And the court will hold you, hold you responsible. But she's going to live there. And these guys are like, I'm the tough guy. I'm the man of my house. I'm the that dude ain't got laid in a month. I buy that. Well, I mean, if she were hotter and thinner and better looking. Right. She'd be more of a bitch. Huh. 
She has no choice but to accept you the way you are because you've accepted her the way she is. Right. I see. Okay. What? Okay. She's always telling me, yeah, I know she's working out. I know she's working out. You know, mm-hmm. she'll, she'll call me and, you know, hey, I'm over here at the track. Let me call you later. That don't mean she's working out. Or, you know, whatever. You know, or, or so I know she's working out there. So uh, what's going to happen when she gets really hot? What do you think going to happen? When she gets really, well, do you think she'll be really hot once she loses the weight? That's all it is. It's just a little bit well, around the waist. No, I'm telling you what, she, uh, you know, who knows? You don't know what will happen. One thing that can happen. I know what happens to women when they get boob jobs. Right. Suddenly well, they when they. boobs. They both got boobs. Uh, it's no, no, but what I'm telling you. Don't be the guy that overtalks the guy that you called in to talk to, guys. Like, if you come on my show to watch what I'm saying and want to hear what I'm saying and you're happy, like, don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you get it, right? You guys get it, right? Like, you call in to talk to the guy and you got him on the phone and you're like, well, you know, they both got boobs. Who fucking cares? That's irrelevant. Listen to what Tom was saying about it. Let's rewind it. Uh, yo, who knows? You don't know what will happen. One thing that can happen. I know what happens to women when they get boob jobs. Right. Suddenly well, they when they... Boobs. They both got boobs. Uh, it's not- no, no, but what I'm telling you is that you, you getting a boob job is like losing 100 pounds, okay? Right. One day, this chick who has low self-esteem, who accepts you the way you are, doesn't harass you, doesn't nag you or anything, suddenly she's getting attention from other guys. Right, which she already does. Right. Well, the more attention she gets from other guys, the less tolerant she'll be of you. Right. Right. See, and the thing is, she knows I'm engaged, too. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. She knows. So, from what she's... By the way, you say you're engaged. Are you going to have a prenup? I'm going to have a prenup, yeah. Really? He ain't going to have a prenup. K-Plan, what's up, buddy? Good to see him. She knows I'm going to have a prenup, too. Wow. Okay. They, Yeah, she knows. Well, uh-huh. How'd she take that? Kind of had my choice. I kind of give her the whole thing. You know, you have car insurance, don't you? Right. Okay. She went for it. Exactly. Yeah, I don't have much, but I do have a small house. Hey, it's mine. So, that's... Going in the prenup. Love that. So, but um, just trying to fill things out, really, you know, just making sure this is really what I want to do. It's not. You know, making, you know, meeting other girls. Well, you don't want to marry anybody who's a bitch. Right. Right. She's not a total bitch. Uh, Any level of bitch is plenty bitch enough. You know what I'm saying? Guys like this that are just incels that are, I finally got a woman. I finally, now I'm going to simp for her really hard and she'll really love me. And then I'll be the best guy she's ever had. No. Uh-uh. But I, I, not even a little bit of a bit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, exactly. I mean, remember, exactly. this is the last time you'll have any negotiating power. Exactly. After that, she's got your signature. Right. Right. But see, it's weird because I see her as, as a wife. She's, Excuse, excuse, excuse. She sounds great. She looks great as a wife. Oh, as a wife, she looks great. Yeah, but the problem is the wife isn't the same person as the ex-wife. When she leaves you, she's a completely different person. In the relationship, she can be a completely different person. She has every right to do so. So... You know, loyal and, you know... Oh, yeah, she's loyal, all right. Guys, he just said how loyal she... As a wife, she's loyal... She's good. She would never do anything against God. <laughs> She's a great girl all around. As a wife, I think she'd be great. I don't not just get married. Divorce may ruin your life. We'll do the things, but right now that we're not married, it's like if she's either, you know, trying to make me 
become this husband already or some, something to that extent. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to, you know, make me be a husband. I well, want to make sure you're going to. You're not going to. Well, did you tolerate that kind of talk? Nope. No, I don't. I don't put up with it. You know, get into arguments and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you're, you're kind of getting a preview of the future here. You know that. Right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take that seriously, baby. Shout out to you guys, Todd Packer in the house. Good to see you, man. Good to see all of you guys today. Show at 1-800-5800-TOM. Janice on the Tom Likas show. Hello. Hey. Hey. How are you today? Do you care? Absolutely. I'm doing great. All right. I listen to you all the time. I just wanted to comment about that chick who called in who's only 100 pounds and 5'6". Yeah. Don't you think that's just a tad bit on the anorexic or maybe? Nope. Nope. It's not. It's really not, guys. Go back and look at footage from like 100 and something years ago. Go back and just look. Everyone used to be really healthy. No one was really fat. Then they changed all the food. Then they changed all the ingredients of the food so they could make the food cheaper and sell it to you at a higher cost. And then they started changing the packaging and the colors every year so you wouldn't notice that the ounces you were getting per dollar were going down because we're all a bunch of idiots, apparently. Apparently, we're all that stupid. Literally. Seriously. And now everyone's big and fat. Why do you think that is? Well, we used to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Now we eat breakfast, snack, lack, snack, lunch, get you a coffee that's a thousand calories. Yeah, get the big one. The mocha frozen fucking, yeah, who cares? Fuck you, you fucking consumer. Right? Let's continue. Maybe bulimic side? I think if she's a 32C, she's not bulimic at all. Really? I mean, I have a girlfriend who, after... I mean, gorgeous girl. All I always thought she was perfect, and all right. So she's jealous of this girlfriend of hers. Next thing I know, she she comes clean that she's a crank addict, and now she's putting the girl on blast because she's jealous of the girl and wants to show that the other girl is really not that good, and everyone thinks she's so perfect. This is what women do, guys. I'm I'm showing you the matrix of this woman as I listen to her. She has a a friend, a girlfriend, she says, which implies that they're friends, right? Girlfriend, guy friend. I have a guy friend. If I have a girlfriend, we love each other, right? We have girlfriend, guy friend. Well, she's a crackhead. Oh. Oh. Let's watch again so you can see the matrix as I see it. Gorgeous girl. All I always thought she was perfect. And next thing I know, she, she comes clean that she's a crank addict. And, um, oh, my God, just bulimic, anorexic, doesn't eat, all of these things. It just seems like such an unhealthy weight to me. You know, 110 is thin, but 100 pounds, I mean, that just doesn't sound healthy. Yeah, fuck that girl. That's what she's trying to say. In any way, shape, or form. Well, if she feels she looks good and she's happy with it, then baby, I'm all over it. Our email address is... Yeah, that's what it is, guys. Good to see everybody. Looks like we are two hours into the second stream of the day. I don't know how long I did earlier this morning, but great to see everyone. I'm going to go and get some lunch, and I'm going to go and pressure wash a lady's outdoor rug. The one that had the big job, I did her house. She's got this outdoor rug. It's pretty nasty. It's going to look fantastic when I'm done with it, and I'm getting paid for it. So I got to run, guys. Good to see y'all. I will see y'all next time. Let me find your corpse, Lord, before we take off. Might see you tonight. Might see you. You know, never know. Good to see you again. Peace. Feel like lightning when you lie to me.
trust the soul until it's silently, silently. We fall out like leaves on autumn trees. Wish I could be what I ought to be, ought to be.
fuck what you think you don't even know my name but you know about me you can see it's thinking but I know these things 